93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, January 7th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a 6.4 magnitude earthquake struck Puerto Rico before dawn on Tuesday, the largest in the series of quakes that have struck the U.S. territory in recent days and caused heavy damage in some areas. Puerto Rico's power authority said on Twitter that one of the country's main power plants, which sits near the epicenter, had been damaged, but officials expect to restore power to the island later Tuesday. The U.S. Geological Survey said the quake hit at about 4.24 a.m. just south of the island at a shallow depth of 10 kilometers. It initially gave a magnitude of 6.6, but later adjusted it to the 6.4. It said that the quake was followed by a string of aftershocks from 5.6 to 4.5 in magnitude. A tsunami alert was issued, uh, initially issued for Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands, but that was later canceled. That's a pretty substantial activity, you know, especially you just don't think of Puerto Rico that way. Their infrastructure is sort of battered from all the hurricanes. Yeah. It's not good. Communications are down for much of the island, so there's not an official report yet on damage or injuries. During Mayor Jim Kenney's second term inauguration speech Monday, he announced an expansion of the city's street sweeping pilot program to every neighborhood and commercial corridor by the year 2023. And for cleaner streets, we will continue to ramp up dumping enforcement and build on our successful sweeping pilot program by expanding the street cleaning to every neighborhood and commercial corridor by the year 2023. Yes, you heard that right. He said every neighborhood which will require folks to move their cars. The city uh, expects to have a report on the success of the street sweeping pilot program next month. The mayor's office said $21.5 million is earmarked for this over a five-year plan, including just over $4 million worth uh, in the current budget. The money will likely be used to buy more street sweeper trucks and hire additional cleaning crews. The Pennsylvania State Police are investigating after someone reportedly released bed bugs inside a Walmart (laughs) store in Washington Township. This is in Erie County. A manager at the Walmart found a closed pill bottle that had live bugs inside tucked in a boy's jacket. The manager called police to report the incident and contacted Ecolab. An Ecolab employee observed bed bugs actively crawling around the men's fitting room. A second closed pill bottle containing several dead bugs was found by a store employee on the floor in the men's department. Is this the boy equivalent of a Visco girl? Is this kind of... (laughs) I don't think so, no. Bed Bed bug boy? Bed bugs are small, flat, parasitic insects that feed solely on the blood of people and animals while they sleep, according to the CDC. They are reddish, brown, and roughly the size of a, an apple seed. Most bed bugs' bites, uh, bites are painless at first, but later turn into itchy welts. Getting rid of bed bugs from a home or business can be extremely difficult and expensive. State police are investigating. The Walmart store said that they are working with the pest control company. This isn't the first report of bed bugs inside a Walmart store. Last February, a woman in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, reported finding a bed bug uh, in the store. There was also a similar report in Phoenix in 2016. So that report said that they're about the size of an apple seed. Yeah. That's a lot bigger, bigger than, than I, I thought. They were. That's exactly what I thought, I thought, Preston. They yeah. were barely visible to the naked yeah. eye. Well, and that, in fact, they look like when you'd see pictures of them, it more look like dirt than, yeah. you know, than seeds. Yeah, Ugh. I feel like that's not correct. And they're they're flat, too. So you're thinking the apple seed, you know, has a, a little bit of depth to yeah, it. Yeah, an apple seed, I would say, that's about the size of a tick, maybe. You know, yeah. something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to a bed bug, because ticks you can see pretty well. They, yeah. they find and they hide on you pretty right. awesomely. So an earwig is about the size of a green bean, and a daddy long legs is about the size of a small muffin. Correct? <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the very, FDA very should very release a muffin. bug to food correlation I like chart. It. 
Wait, speaking of bugs, this is completely separate from what we're talking about, but I think I forgot to tell you this. Um, you know, we talked about the praying mantis sack inside the Christmas trees, and that's what people have to watch out for. Yeah. Um, my brother and his wife, they uh, one, she came downstairs one morning, and she said there were about, she said about 30 to 40 baby praying mantis crawling all over her ceiling <laughs> and windowsill. I would lose it. Oh, uh, they immediately took the I tree. Hate those we drove by later later in the day and the tree was already out to the trash. So what you need to know is Casey as much as you hate sharks. Yeah. Preston and I feel that way about I don't like those praying mantises. Why? Yes. Yeah. Because I'll tell you why. They don't kill Ex- you. Please explain. Like in, 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 the, in the movie, okay, so here's an idea. In the movie The Clone Wars, yeah. okay, yeah. they yeah, they yeah. have they have a, a bit of like big battle royale with all these creatures. There's one that's kind of gigantic and praying mantis-ish. Yeah, I, know, I know exactly what you're talking I about. I just see those things as a tiny version of that monster. <laughs> well, it freaks me out. The photo, by the way, which we saw, was it's an actual photo. Uh, a, a praying mantis had snatched a small bird out of the yeah, air. That's right. And uh, they're, they, they're, they're just machines. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. There's there it no is. emotion. There's no nothing. There it is. Look, we, we, have the, we have the scene of that creature yeah. from Phantom Menace, and that reminds me of... of... I'd, ra- I'd rather have the feline thing coming after me. <laughs> I got it. Cat thing. I think they're really cool. Um, I, I also read recently that one of the only things that kills uh, the Chinese lanternflies that the praying mantis is uh, the, one of the benefits of mm. the praying mantis is that they actually take the like they have really? no natural really? predators. Yeah, Preston, yeah. I'm kind of liking those lantern yeah. flies. <laughs> they are pretty, They're pretty, They're prettier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Wow, no. yeah, they are disgusting. Uh, yeah, so they had to get rid of their Christmas tree immediately, and you know, of course, talks for next year is fake tree. Yeah, <laughs> that's freaky, man. Wow. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers ended their losing streak by beating the Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder last night in South Philly. All right. Joel Embiid played through a dislocated finger and scored 18 points. Ben Simmons added 17 points and 15 rebounds, and the Sixers won 120-113. to 113. They're off until Thursday night when they'll have another game at home, this time against the Boston Celtics. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. The Flyers will, will end their six-game road trip with a game in Carolina tonight against the Hurricanes. The Flyers are 1-4 and four on the trip so far as they struggle away from the home ice. Uh, has continued. Defenseman Justin Braun who left Saturday's game in Arizona in the third period, will not be in the lineup tonight for, and for the foreseeable future. Braun tw- uh, tweaked his groin and will likely be out until after the All-Star break, hey, which is at the end stop. of the month. Stop. Hold on. Nick, take that off the goddamn screen. <laughs> what is it? It's, a, it's Joel Embiid's finger. You see it, Kat? Oh, my God. It, what? Steve, yeah, 90 degrees. It, it, like a crazy straw. 90 strong. degrees yeah, yeah. the he other way. He went back in the and game. And he went back I in know. and played. Take oh, it off God. the All monitor. Right. Oh, I don't want to see oh, it. Put up a picture of a praying man or something. The the puck drops for the Flyers tonight at 7 o'clock, and the Cleveland Browns have formally requested permission from the Eagles to interview defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz for their head coaching job. NFL teams usually allow their coordinators who are under contract to interview. Uh, Schwartz has been Doug Peterson's only defensive coordinator, and the Eagles have allowed the seventh fewest points in the NFL during the last four years, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And a Tuesday. Yes, it is indeed. And you know what? We have uh, tattoos.
Tuesday happening again. So yes, we do. Your chance to win a Preston and Steve tattoo uh, from our friends at World Famous Philadelphia Eddie's is underway. So text the word tattoo, T-A-T-T-O-O, to 39333. And at some point, we'll uh, draw a random winner, and they're going to head to uh, 621 South 4th Street, which is where Philadelphia Eddie's is in South Philly, and get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artist. Maybe Don Juan will do that. You can see his work on Instagram, at Don Juan Tattoos, or PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. Tattoo convention's coming back to Philadelphia next weekend, man. I saw an ad for that, yeah. Yep. At the Pennsylvania Convention Center? Yes, sir. Or, okay. Yeah, that's the, the one in the city. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's huge. Are we getting anyone in for there? There's they're, they're superstars coming for that one, right? Uh, well, I mean, if... if um... The, the people that are all in like ink masters and stuff like that, they'll all be there. Yeah, okay. you know, like the the last like winners and stuff like that. They're they're all going to be there, and then they have the sideshow stuff, and so we'll have some sort of representation here in our studio. I got point. it. All right, you can get a tattoo today. Text word tattoo, and let's see if you can win. Uh, we also have other ways for you to win this morning. We have the Easy Money Contest. We got it underway yesterday. We're doing it again today. Eight a.m. is your first chance. It happens five times today. That's Monday through Friday for the next several weeks. Details at WMMR.com. I'll give you the full skinny on it when we get up to 8 o'clock to reveal the information. And then at 9.30, we have a chance for you to win 500 bucks. Hopefully you watched the Dr. Oz show yesterday. It's a, what we call in the business a watch and win. All right, that's so you, what Annabelle does. That's right. You watch the show, and then we ask a question about it, and uh, it's easy, an easy way to win 500 bucks. So we'll do that around uh, 9.30, so stay tuned. <laughs> uh, we have, as far as guests go, uh, actor Joe Mantegna, who's going to be getting in touch with us from Criminal Minds. Joe calls us, it seems like, every year now. Yeah. And, uh, is that him? That's him, yeah. I, uh, I love that guy. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, great. we'll talk to Joe later on this morning. Uh, those things and more are taking place. So hopefully you'll stick with us through the course of the program today. Have your chance to win some stuff. Hang out. We'll have a good time. We'll return in a moment, and I'm going to roll out some entertainment stories for you, a stupid question with some stuff to win, and more. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thoughts and prayers to Casey, who had to run to the toilet. Oh, you made it back. Honestly, I thought this was going to be a disaster. So did I. I got to go. He was like, I have to go. I have to go to the bathroom. It was a fart. Oh. I got faked out. It was just gurgling pretty yeah, rough. Yeah, okay. yeah, faked out, man. I got the old uh, bait and switch, right? Mm-hmm. Normal people just keep that to themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but normal people don't have to, you know, run a, a radio program over here. No, so, like, if I just jobs. if I just disappear, Kath, 
Yeah, he does need to tell us. Like, like for example, if if you're in like a, a, a cubicles, you could just get up and, and walk away without announcing it. But here, the impact will be uh, on there. We won't. Your presence will be sadly we'll missed. Disagree all you want, cat. We'll but figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's say you're, uh, you know, you're uh, 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 a, a surgeon. Sh- you're a, sh- a surgeon, or I was going to say a captain on a ship or yes. something like that. And you're docking. You've got to. You run away. You got to tell everybody. People where you're going. So you think sometimes the surgeon goes, "Oh God, I got to go." Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't. You've never heard of people dying on the table? So he's like a surgeon. That's what happened. Kind of like a surgeon. (laughs) For the very first time. Got it. Okay. It's clear now. We're going to do today's stupid questions. If this wasn't dumb enough. And now uh, we give you this with a chance to win a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show, which is coming up this weekend and next weekend. So uh, this has to do with barber poles. What do the red and white stripes, red, red and white stripes on a barber's pole represent? Huh. Two one five two six three WMMR. I may have asked this question yeah, before. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Have I? Yes. Okay. Over the and course listen, of day. Right. Yeah, but who if you hear a question that I've asked before, don't bust my balls about it. Yeah. It happens every now and then. I did. It's happened before, and I'm like, really? I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. And not only that, you have the edge now. You know the answer. Yeah. Right. So just celebrate it. All right. Call now. Let's see if you know the answer. I'm going to go through some birthdays today. Tuesday, November seventh. It's Nicholas Cage's birthday today. Uh, Nicholas Cage turns 56 uh, just yesterday, and it's actually been on a couple of times uh, the past week or so. Honeymoon in Vegas was on. I so love that movie. I flipped over in the middle of it and just started watching it for a while. And, and he's really funny in it. He's very, very funny. Uh, with that, with the uh, skydiving Elvises and all that stuff. It, it's the best. And when he's when he's just reached the end of his rope and he's doing his <laughs> Nicholas Cage freakouts. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, uh, he does. He does a good slow burn. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, so he's uh, fifty six today. David Caruso oh. of CSI Miami. Yes, and it's time to hit back. <laughs> the one-liners. Yes, Frank. A dead body can have that effect on you. I mean... for being famous. All eyes trained on her every move. All except her last one. <laughs> With the sunglasses. It's just too much. You know where they parody that well is in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. The TV show that she's on. <laughs> right, they show clips yeah. of it. And I think oh, it's Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who plays that character <laughs> and uh, looks like he'll be somebody's bitch. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, 64 today. Uh, Katie Couric, the news anchor, is 63. Always oh, liked her. Does she yep. do anything? Yeah. She has. Um, she, she she does some. She was on Yahoo News, and then she was oh, doing some. Yeah, she, yeah. she has her own channel or something. Okay, but she for a while she was hosting the CBS Evening News. Uh, then you have Dustin Diamond. Yeah. Ah, three is turning forty three years old today. Uh, he of the sex tape fame. I actually have a, uh, a news story coming up in this entertainment report about the Saved by the Bell reboot. Uh, yeah. Dustin's not in it, but some other cast members are, and I'll get to that a little bit later on. I wonder if he um, killed that, broke that bridge. Yeah, I don't know. So he's 43 today. Uh, Jan Wenner, the founder and publisher of Rolling Stone magazine, is 74. 
Is he going to retire? Wasn't there a rumor? There were rumors. Something like that. There have been rumors like that before. There are people in the music industry that despise him, and there are people that love him. But uh, I rewatched Almost Famous not that long ago, and he's he's, depicted in that. He's featured in it. He actually has a small cameo. He's uh, he's a guy in a cab towards the end of the movie when she uh, leaves the restaurant and runs out, and uh, then he has to go see all the people in the cab. Uh, He's one of the guys in that cab, but um, uh, clearly Cameron Crowe holds him up. Uh, at a level that's really high. Well, they gave Cameron Crowe that, that gig that yeah. allowed him to... Uh, so Cameron Crowe is the guy, basically the kid, and almost famous is Cameron Crowe, who, who toured with uh, Zeppelin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've always kind of had a... I don't really like the guy too much. He's, he's, he's kind of... A, he's pompous. He's, he's snob, beyond all pompous. Yes. He has a snobby look about music that I just, you know... I, I don't know. Well, that's and, a Bon Jovi. Listen. Bon Jovi's issue and w- was, was with them. You know, if people enjoy it, you know, but he he couldn't even see a lot of times, and I agree with you in, in reviews or at least his approach. It seemed like he wouldn't, he couldn't let people have something that they enjoyed. He had to crap all over it. Yeah, and it, listen, I know music is subjective. It is. You like what you like, and you don't like what you don't like. But I mean, he he really, you know, there, there were there there were the uh, the darlings of the music reviewers, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not reviewer, but um, critic. Yeah, critics. Yeah. Uh, you know, a la Bob Dylan, and, and listen, I understand, genius songwriter and so on and so forth, but there are some that they just really, really just... And I disagree. ...slobbered all over that I'm like, but you're really avoiding some of this other great music, too, and crapping on it, and mm-hmm. I'm, uh, you know... No, whatever. I agree. If you go if you go through a lot of the earlier Rolling Stones stuff, I mean, honestly, they lavished praise on Yoko Ono's stuff and the Plastic Ono band. Come on! Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so he's 74 today. Uh, Kenny Loggins. I've got a, uh, I have a guilty pleasure with Kenny yeah, Loggins. absolutely. He's actually, if, if you look beyond just, obviously, this gigantic hit song, the dude has a great voice. And you go back to the Loggins and Messina stuff. I loved uh, Danny's song, Danny's right? Danny's song is one of the best. Outstanding. Beautiful song. Uh, even though we ain't, ain't got, got money. I'm so in love with you, honey. Everything will bring a change of love. I think we <laughs> sing this every year. <laughs> I think we sing that every year. How can you not? Uh, is that him? No. No. It's not him. No, who is that? That's Lindsey Buckingham. Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, you know what I'm thinking but of? He I'm right. to take vacation. I'm thinking of Caddyshack. 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 Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. But even in that Caddyshack song, if you listen to the actual vocal performances of it, just outside of the the novelty of the song, he's hitting crazy notes and going all over the place. Guy's a really talented vocalist. But even though he ain't got money, he's so in love with you, honey. <laughs> oh uh, he's seventy two today. Uh, Dougie Doug, oh. comedian and actor, and he was on Cosby, which was this not the it was the follow. It was usually me on top. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Cosby was the second run as that character, right? right? right. Was it the same character? No. Cliff Huxtable? No. I mean, it was no, the no. same character, but it wasn't yeah. the same character. So well, not the, by name. In right. the second series, he uh, he played more like an Archie Bunker type. He was there still married go. to Felicia Rashad. Yes, yeah. he was. And it was still Bill Cosby. Yes, he was. Yeah. But it was, a, it wasn't it was Cliff, in Philly. It wasn't Cliff Huxtable. It was, yeah. a, it was pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, though Madeline Kahn was on that second show, which was pretty good. She was, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you were making a joke, and when you said Madeline Kahn... I thought you were saying Madeline Albright. And I'm like, that's a... <laughs> Madeline Albright was, State. was on Cosby. I did not know that. Played her mistress. Absolutely, yeah. yes. <laughs> His mistress. Uh, so, Dougie Doug is 50. 
Linda Kozlowski from the Crocodile Dundee movies. I always thought she was pretty hot. Is 62. I thought well, her she was. Especially in the first one. Attractive, yeah. too. Yeah, she was in... You saw her boobs in Dragon Slayer, right? Is, is no, that, at, at no. the Street Station. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, she, her, she gets uh, her uh, in the bathtub. Doesn't her? Doesn't don't you I don't see know. her I boobs remember, in the bathtub? I remember there's a uh, side shot. There's also a a, a, a a thong shot of her when they're in Australia and she's bent over to go get water. Yeah, and the croc comes out and grabs her canteen. Eat it, croc. Was gonna grab you <laughs> by the canteen. By the canteen. <laughs> Uh, brought your labia. I don't remember the boob part, but maybe. maybe. So here's their side boob. I, I, I don't either, Preston. I think they were sort of rated like PG and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Paul Hogan went on to marry her. Yeah, that's correct. And then they got divorced. Yes. Uh, she is. She'll let the crock eat her. She's 62. He's much older than her then because he's like in his 80s, I believe. Uh, and then the last birthday I have on the list is Jeremy Renner. Oh. Uh, yeah, from the Avengers. So oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Hurt Locker, uh, The Town. He's he's done actually a load of movies. The Town has been running on HBO lately, a lot. It's and I've watched a, it. A very good twice. movie. Yeah. And Ben Affleck directed it as well. Have you ever seen it, Preston? Uh, I've not. No, it, it's a really good. And he's great. Movie. Yeah, he, uh, Jeremy Renner's. I mean, it, the, obviously Ben Affleck is the is the main focus of the movie, but. You know, Jeremy's like his old friend growing up, and they rob banks and armored cars together, and he plays like a. It's good, you know, kind of like I, a scuzzy guy. The um, what's the movie he did? And I can't, for some reason can never remember the title of it. It's with Elizabeth Olsen, um, and he is the. Um, it's in the. Uh, I know the it's arc- all one shot. No, 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 no. no, no. It, it it takes place on an Indian reservation. Oh, and there's a murder. It's excellent. Know. Anyway, it, Nick, if you can do a little quick. Wind River? That's it. Yeah, yeah. That it's is good really movie. good. Yeah. Uh, he is turning 49 years old today, so happy birthday to Mr. Jeremy Renner. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, what do red and white stripes on a barber's pole represent? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Adil. Is that your name? That is, yep. All right, uh, Adil, do me a favor. Tell me what the red and white stripes on a barber pole represent. It's for bandages treating wounds of soldiers with blood. Yeah, blood and bandages, correct. Hang on a second. See, I didn't know that, so if you asked that question already, I didn't remember. Thank you. Uh, Yes, because initially barbers did surgery way back when. Uh, So you are correct, Adil. Hang on, we're going to get your information, and we are going to give you... Uh, Four-pack tickets for the Philly Home Show, January 10th through the 12th and 17th through the 19th. Pennsylvania Convention Center. Visit phillyhomeshow.com for tickets, and you can meet Kathy at the show. She'll be there this Saturday between 4 and 6 p.m. And vote for her table. Yes, that's right. It's actually an office space. Uh, Oh, it's uh, a whole office space? Okay, so you did a table last year. I did table table last year. year. Yeah, this year is an office space. And, uh, yeah, so I went picked out all the items. So uh, I'm interested to see how it all comes together. So, yeah, uh, come visit Saturday. Harvey Weinstein, it got underway. He was charged in L.A. with sexually assaulting two women. The charges include raping one woman, sexually assaulting another, and separate incidents on two consecutive days in February 2013. Uh, the district attorney, Jackie Lacey, said, we believe the evidence will show that the defendant used his power and influence to gain access to his victims and then commit violent crimes against them, adding the prosecutors were recommending bail be set at $5 million. If convicted as charged, he faces up to 28 years in state prison. That's pretty wild. So that's just one in a whole series of charges against him from other places. There's still stuff overseas. 
and the New York uh, trial that's uh, going on, it's it's crazy. He's denied all accusations of non-consensual sexual activity. News of the charges come hours after Rose McGowan, Rosanna Arquette, and other famous women who have accused Weinstein of misconduct rallied outside a New York City courthouse where he arrived for his first day of trial. McGowan said, Dear Harvey, no matter what lies you tell yourself, you did this. Today, Lady Justice is staring down a superior predator uh, you, and you brought this upon yourself by hurting so many. You have only yourself to blame. I came here today to see this through. We are free. We are beautiful. We are strong. And you will never take this from us, she said. Survivors will never give up. Uh, she continued to say, uh, how we get the courage is because living in silence is a death sentence to your soul. Because when you get killed by being raped, you carry around that dead person inside of you until you find a way to birth it. For me, birthing that was through using my voice. The courthouse hobbling over a walker after reported back surgery, as you were saying. All these guys end up, they, by the time they get to trial, something has happened. They I, have some affliction. Don't you sort of reflexively just not believe it yeah, when they do it? I do. I, I've seen it too much. Yep. It's a sympathy yeah. move. Uh, I mean, what kind of back surgery? Because a lot of times when you have back surgery, court date or not, you're not supposed to leave your bed or, or the comfort of your house. I don't know the details. Yeah. Well, he's such a trooper. Uh, he is facing charges of raping a woman in Manhattan in a Manhattan hotel in 2013, a forcible sex act on another in 2006. Uh, jury selection begins today, but it's going to take a while for it to be done. Well, is she coming out of a vagina? That's the question. Mm. Twitter is uh, breathing into a paper bag over the poster for Gwyneth Paltrow's show, The Goop Lab. <laughs> Which is set to hit up Netflix. I I have the picture here. Yeah, it sort of does look that way for you guys in the studio to see. <laughs> yeah. So it's not graphic by by any sense, but just the shape behind her uh, has that. Uh, you know what's that? that what's that, that, oh. that little bean thing above her head there, Preston? <laughs> that's just that's. Uh, oh, okay. That's I mean, just it's, a, it's a hood. You can ignore it's that. It's shades <laughs> of pink as well. I mean, yeah, no, she's so. A, uh, here's how she describes the show. The Goop Lab. Wow, this vagina's big. The Goop Lab explores the universal questions we inherently are curious about. We took the open-minded approach that we've cultivated at Goop and apply, applied the a different visual lens with Netflix. In the process, we found new ways to answer this. How do we make the most of our lives? Netflix released the first trailer for the six-episode shows. Uh, which, no surprise, appears to focus on sex, energy healing, and psychedelic drugs. Wow. Uh, Streamer also released the official poster, and that led to people uh, commenting along the lines of help. I'm stuck in a vagina that has been treated to a variety of gross pseudoscientific experiments. <laughs> That's the big uh, uh, criticism of the whole goop culture is that a lot of the stuff that they proffer on the website that they have, say, has... Uh, medicinal benefits, none of it's been vetted. Right. You know, and that it's, uh, as, as he says, like a pseudoscience. Yeah. However, Holistic. your best advertisement for Goop and the products and all that stuff is the way Gwyneth Paltrow looks lately. Yeah. Yeah. She looks terrific. I agree. I agree. Uh, Jennifer Aniston knows that social media is obsessed with the possibility that she and Brad Pitt will rekindle their romance. Uh, they got divorced in 2005. They both have been married since. Angelina Jolie, Justin Theroux, respectively. Uh, to kick things off, uh, Pitt told Entertainment Tonight that he was looking forward into running into her. He said, I'll run into Jen. She's a good friend. I guess they were talking about at the the Golden Globes. You know, there is a a great Rupert Holmes song that, that reminds me of this situation. Oh, 
uh, where these people realized that they were always meant for each other. Yes. And uh, what is the name of that? Uh, oh, yeah. How does that thing go? It's something like... Um... Leader of the Man. There we go. Is that it? Reap Rupert Holmes. That's it. Yes. Escape, actually, is the title of that Escape, song. Escape, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then when he took the stage to accept an award for his work on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he joked about how everyone's obsessed with his dating life, and a camera person panned to Jennifer Aniston, who was laughing at the time. Uh, eagle-eyed fans noticed Aniston, Aniston liking shots of Pitt taken that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, they've got to be doing it. Pitt knows everyone is obsessed with his love life. He told Mark Marin on his podcast, uh, I'm just like trash mag fodder. I know. Uh, because of my disaster of a personal life, probably. So you know, he's I, aware. I I I really like him. I, I think that he is uh, he's self deprecating. Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, Casey. Just saw a little bit of it, but uh, I, I like how he is on screen, like yeah. World War Z and other movies that you know. Uh, in Twelve Years a Slave, which he produced, it was really good. I think he got overshadowed, but he's really good. I've not seen the movie, but a friend of mine who will remain unnamed on this radio program. Gave away a major, oh. major plot point to the film. Really? After I told him I hadn't seen it. Well, that's what? A dick move. Was, I know. Was it, was it me? No, it wasn't you. It was oh. nobody in this room. Oh, you said on yes. this program. No, oh, he's revealing on this program. I'm revealing on this oh. program, but I'm, I'm yeah. going to remain unnamed. And I'm like, well, dude, I haven't seen the movie. I told you that. Oh, sorry, man. It's like, God. I'll tell you what it is off air. All right. What I found out. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. He gave you the, the end of the movie? Yeah, like, oh my uh, God. like uh, here, I'll, I'll write it down. Tell me who it is so I can out this a-hole. Uh, uh, Harvey on, Weinstein. There you go. Kind of like that. Right. I'm writing down what the plot point is. I don't want to give it uh, out on the air. So that this doesn't yeah. happen. Okay. Right? I'm not saying anything. All right, anyway. Okay. All right, fine. So, uh, nonetheless, I still, now I don't want to see the movie. They, bl- <laughs> they blew up the Death Star. Oh, my yes. God, at the end? Yes. You said it out loud. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right, anyway, uh, I'm bringing this up, Casey, for you and uh, Kathy, because I know we we follow this person on uh, social media. Uh, A Facebook fundraiser by Australian comedian Celeste Barber has raised over $30 million for New South Wales volunteer firefighters, uh, providing them with some much-needed help during Australia's uh, bushfire crisis. Man, like, this is great, but now she's got, like, 6.5 million followers on Instagram and we press you and I. We got in on the ground floor. We were there from the beginning. Yeah. Yes, uh, we almost she, had her in. Right? She does. Yeah, yeah, she came through the area, but she couldn't make it by. Six. She she does these parodies of models. She's an average looking, average sized person, maybe a smidge overweight. And uh, she, these models do these, you know, really pompous videos. Yes, yeah, yeah. She lampoons them. She parodies <laughs> them so funny. in a really, really funny way. And uh, we just find it, you know, laugh out loud funny. And she's turned into this huge sensation, specifically in Australia, but around the world as well. Managed to raise thirty million bucks. That's, that's great. Pretty that's awesome. amazing. Uh, she launched a fund- fundraiser on January third, just a few days ago, wow. and that's how quickly she got thirty million dollars. More than eight hundred thousand people from across the world donated, including people from the U.S., U.K., Canada, Denmark, Portugal, Greece, and Germany. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, all right, a one million dollar. DraftKings Fantasy Football Contest win this past weekend by a woman named Jade Roper Tolbert, a former contestant on The Bachelor. I love you. Is being investigated after some some accused her and her husband of cheating. How? Cheater! Roper Tolbert is married to Tanner Tolbert, known to be a high-volume daily fantasy player. 
And under the rules of the event, contestants could only submit a certain number of entries, but some players are alleging that the Tolberts coordinated their entries to get around the limit. So DraftKings okay. said that they're looking into the accusation, which the Tolberts deny. I, I, so I looked into this, and I was trying to figure out what exactly it was that they had done wrong, other than they both uh, they both maxed out the amount that they could participate in the game, but they coordinated. Yeah. So to me, this sort of sounded like, unless there's anything really glaringly underhanded, this to me seems like counting cards. Um, yeah, maybe they worked the system. Yeah. Um, so they'll have to find out if it falls with under the rules mm, that are right. specific about what you can and can't do as far as uh, DraftKings and, right, uh, right. and everything. So, uh, But they won a million-dollar contest. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where this ends up going. But they're, they're looking into it, but uh, a lot of people who play it are saying that um, they, they cheated, so we'll see what the results are. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are back from their six-week holiday break. On Monday, the pair announced their first royal engagement of 2020, uh, which kicks off today when they visit the Canada House in London. Uh, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex are set to meet with Janice uh, Charit, High Commissioner. We went to Wallace World. Uh, <laughs> Wallace World. <laughs> The moose should have yes. told you. Uh, the moose should have informed you of the temporary uh, closure. Uh, High Commissioner in Canada is uh, Janice Charette. And Why don't you forget <laughs> the moose for a moment? Uh, to the UK as well as staff to thank them for the warm Canadian hospitality and support they received during their recent stay in Canada. While there, they will visit the Canada Gallery to view the special exhibition by Indigenous Canadian artist... Scawinati. Scawinati? Yeah. And meet members of the High Commission. Can you do the Fandango? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that from? Scaramouche. Yeah, it's Bohemian Scaramouche. <laughs> Thank you. Fandango. Uh, and they're going to visit the birthplace of Gordon Lightfoot, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody does. Yeah, it's kind and of expected. It's what you do. Uh, and also, who uh, they work in a, a range of sectors supporting the partnership between Canada and the UK. His On- song celebrating the life of Ella Fitzgerald is one of my most favorite songs. Your Highness, that's, uh, that's incorrect information. Excuse me? That's about a ship. A ship. Yes. <laughs> On uh, New Year's Day, they helped a young couple try to take a selfie. Listen to this. This is according to uh, Asmina Kentoritz, who said we've... Been doing this hike on New Year's Day for the past two years. We took a little picnic out, and we were finishing up and trying to get some selfies with a nice backdrop. When a woman came up to us and asked if we wanted to, if we wanted her to take our photo, uh, she said she didn't realize who was helping her until she did the double take. She said, "I'm a Suits fan, and I first noticed Abigail, and then I looked up and I realized it was Megan taking the photo. And I looked back at the group and realized that Prince Harry was there too. They were getting a photo taken by a princess. So were they? There was there any security around them? Or I don't know. Were they just traipsing through the woods by themselves? They probably had a couple of people in tow with them. I assume. Maybe they were dressed as trees and stuff." Maybe camouflage. I don't really know. Wow! So that's a, six guys in ghillie suits, Preston. That's a pretty cool little keepsake. <laughs> but they're wearing ties, right? <laughs> right. Uh, let's see here. Joey King posed with her co-star Patricia Arquette after Arquette snagged a Golden Globe for her role in the act, and ended up getting more than she bargained for. She shared on social media: "Patricia Arquette accidentally hit me in the head with her Golden Globe." Oh, no. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> She got a shiner on her forehead. Yeah, she did. She got a nice little uh, little bump there. 
Uh, the that sentence will give me bragging rights for the rest of my life," she said, and she will also bear the bruises. So you should have seen uh, her Rosanna Arquette's outfit. I yeah. mean, she was spilling out of it. Yeah, really? there was, was a shot of her with Salma Hayek. It, yeah, it almost looked like a, a prosthetic. Steve, on, on um, yeah, it was on Salma. It looks like uh, she's got big boobs, and it's like, all right, this is the outfit for Salma Hayek. But for Arquette, didn't it look like it was she's always been fake? busty? But yeah, yeah. It, it was a a, a, a boobalanche. Yeah, and wow. she got bustier yeah. after yeah. she she put on weight. <laughs> I love that yeah, term, really. boobalanche. <laughs> Sounds like a dance. Yeah, do the boobalanche. <laughs> all right. Paris Hilton is dating entrepreneur Carter Reem. Uh, e reports 38 year lovebirds stepped out for the first time after the 2020 Golden Globes, uh, attending the In Style and Warner Brothers bash at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. Uh, so I don't know much about this guy, but apparently she's got a boyfriend. Uh, speaking of that, Kate Beckinsale, who is 46, has moved on, of course, from Pete Davidson. That was a while back, and now moved on to his friend. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly's his best friend. Who is 29. Oh, man, this could cause issues. Yeah. Uh, Davidson. She likes him young, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. And Davidson's with Kia Gerber. Davidson is 26. Kia Gerber's 18, by the way. So they're all uh, shooting low, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that's well, Good for Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. She looks great. Uh, Sarah Hyland had fangirled over Joaquin Phoenix at the Golden Globes, explaining on Instagram that she almost bowed in his presence. She did. She said, my genuine reaction when I realized I was standing next to Joaquin Phoenix on the red carpet, I bowed. Then he bowed. It was a thing. I'm not crying. You are, she says. Uh, so they had a little moment like that. And uh, I guess she was, uh, yeah, even the, even the stars uh, get a little starstruck from Absolutely. Time to time. I like to see that. It keeps them real. They're, they're, and really, Preston, if you stop and think about it, they're just like us. They're just <laughs> like us. Hey, uh, the transgender champions breakout, Josie Totop has joined the Saved by the Bell reboot. This is what I was telling you about earlier. Okay. Uh, also featuring original stars, I did not know this, Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkley are going to oh, be Oh, cool. That. That's very cool. Uh, the series is expected to drop this year on NBC Universal's forthcoming streamer, Peacock. I'm so excited! <laughs> she's got to be. I'm so excited! But she's got to be, I think, a little... So... <laughs> scared. scared. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, Tota will star as Lexi, a beautiful cheerleader who is admired and feared. Uh, Peacock will also feature a Battlestar Galactica reboot for Mr. Robart's Sam uh, Ismail. Uh, so there's another thing. <laughs> another thing <laughs> you got to another thing you got to watch. Jesus. Uh, FX on Hulu made its official bow Sunday night in a spot during the Golden Globes live broadcast. So I have FX on Hulu on CBS on Showtime. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I went on Hulu uh, over the weekend, and Hulu has most of the networks on it. Yes. Okay. So it used to be predominantly um, NBC stuff, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm. I can watch all of. My, you know, I missed some of the beginning of that uh, Jeopardy special from last week. Right. It's I, I don't have the ABC app, but I have the Hulu app. So I went through the Hulu app to get yeah. to the ABC. I'm going to watch bank the this shot thing. off Hulu. Seriously, ABC. Right. it's crazy. You got to call your shot. You call now. your shots. Yeah, yeah. Hulu yeah. in the side pocket. Hulu, I actually end up on. Um, Fairly often, uh, Netflix, Hulu, and I actually have been doing a lot of Disney Plus with The Mandalorian and other stuff. I forget what is on what now. Of course, yeah. I'm like, you know, you have to oh write it no, down. that's not on Prime, that's on yeah. Hulu, but that one's on Netflix and blah blah blah. I bounce all over the place. It's, it that's why honestly <clears throat> the the services are smart now. They're they're uh, they're having their open page menu 
sort of be a uh, an amalgamation of everything you're watching currently, so you don't have to keep trying to figure that crap out. FX unveiled the first trailer featuring the partnership toward the end of the show, highlighting shows that will begin to stream on Hulu, including the Kate Blanchett-led Mrs. America, Alex Garland's Devs, and a teacher. Oh, no, Devs, a teacher. Sorry, Dev, yeah. comma, a teacher. And, I'm going to watch a teacher tonight. And the Jeff Bridges starring uh, The Old Man. Uh, FX on Hulu drops in March. There's another. There's a lot of good thing. stuff. I know a tremendous amount. And, and but at this point, as we said before, the last time we were saying this about there's, uh, you know, <laughs> recommending shows is almost useless this, yeah. at this point yeah. because there's. I know everyone's locked into what they're watching, and that's it. Just discover shows on your own because yeah, chances are you can't wedge another show into what you're watching. Is anybody watching Messiah on uh, Netflix yet? No, nobody keeps suggesting it to me. I started. I'm almost done. Yeah. No, I like it that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's I have the, twelve. I could recommend to you. It's to the <laughs> point now where <clears throat> I, I don't even want to recommend things to people. No, because you get this. Oh, yeah, okay, well, okay. I'll, I'll try and check. You're not that gonna out. watch it. You know, I've I've friends that I know would like something that I'm watching, and I and and I've and I've said it to them, and I'm like, this speaks directly to you, and I get this lukewarm response of, <laughs> oh, okay. It's like just because it's overwhelming, so I almost don't even want to recommend it. Be that way. You have to anymore. wait until somebody's looking for something. Like I'll filter through shows, and then I'm like, okay. Now I need something. You know what I mean? And yeah. then and then that's you, you think back. I'm like, wait, what did Preston tell me to watch? I need yeah. to make a physical list of these just to keep them in track. Yeah. Just keep, you know, keep my mind fresh. If only there was some sort of paper guide that had the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be mailed yes, to you. Yeah. And sometimes if your signal's got not good, if there is a thing like wires on the top of the TV <laughs> that you can move around. Uh, yeah, and, or Kathy, like, just sometimes by happenstance, you happen to be watching something that I'm watching, and then we can bond over that. But, uh, you know, with all of these different channels, and we are supposed to be in the know with this kind of stuff. And I, I can't imagine, because we were watching the Golden Globes the other night. There were so many shows that were listed that I hadn't heard of. The one that Patricia Arquette won for, yeah. I'd never even heard of that show. Well, there's there's uh, that, and a lot of that is what's leading to a, a rapid decline in viewership for these award shows. Yeah. People used to be, when you had three networks or maybe a couple of cable People were more invested in shows that they were sort of tacitly cheering on. Now people just don't know. I don't even know this show. They don't care. Uh, One more quick story. Who all here saw Jojo Rabbit? I know you did, Mm -hmm. Nick, right? Uh, Sam Rockwell tells E that he used Bill Murray to help him play his character in the complex dramedy directed by uh, Taiki Watiti. Yeah, that's the guy from uh, Ragnarok. Uh, He said uh, Taiki's great at comedy and it was like Bill Murray as a gay Nazi, and that's pretty much what <laughs> I, I did. See that? Yeah. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Stephen Merchant's in it as well. Michael Giacchino did the music, and uh, he posted a photo last night. Giacchino did of him with Taiki Watiti, the little kid from it, and then a- another person that I'm not familiar with uh, um, who was in this photo with Michael Giacchino. But okay. uh, it's a great movie. It-, it was one of my favorites from 2019. Probably top five, uh, but it's not a comedy. I mean, there are yeah. comedic moments, but there are some stuff that goes on that's uh, it's not funny. Yeah, my son saw it and liked it. Yeah. He said it was really interesting. I've heard it likened well more to a dark satire. Yeah, that's a good oh, way God. to put it. And Scarlett Johansson is phenomenal. No kidding. She's so good. Yeah, she plays yeah. The, the mother. Uh, so uh, I'm going to get the clips, but before I do that, I have to say that uh, we did a uh, Kardashian and Jenner hey! career. Yeah! Two days in a oh row. Oh, my God. Wow, what a year. It's Yes. Yeah. Things are leading up. This entertainment report has been bereft of any Kardashian stories. And that's happening more and more often, see? 
They're people, fading. People, they're fading. It's they're starting going away. We've seen this happen. There certainly was a point in time during the bubonic plague where people were saying, I think it's easing up. Right. Right. I think it's easing up. Exactly. All right, clips. Let's do them. In Zoe's extraordinary playlist, a woman discovers that she can hear people's innermost thoughts as songs. Here, Lauren Graham talks about what attracted her to the musical drama. There's so much about this show that just kind of reminded me what I ever liked about being an actor. And it just felt so kind of fresh. And it it is sort of high concept, but also if you're a musical theater lover, people just burst into song and that's fine. Shut the f*** up! Um, It actually looks, uh, you know, they've tried things like this before, like cop rock and, and, uh, you know. Uh, but it actually looks pretty good. I like the girl, the main lead, Zoe. She was on a sitcom on ABC. I think it was called Sub- Oh yeah, Suburbia. Suburbatory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nick just pulled that up. And she's really good. This, yeah. I mean, Cop Rock was just dumb, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. perps and cops just breaking out in the song for, for no reason. This, I think, um, is a little bit better. Uh, you know, as far as well, um, it's it's know. a little it's it's more it's lighter too. Yeah, Steve Nick just found out this little gem. She was in the movie Monster Trucks. Yeah, <laughs> Jane Levy is her name, <laughs> and so she starred in that with Anthony Hopkins and uh, That's right. Ian McKellen. Uh, uh, Ian McKellen, who were uh, don't get in that spot. There's an actual monster in that. <laughs> hey, when I opened the uh, glove compartment, I saw eyes staring at me. <laughs> And tentacles coming Absolutely. out of areas, right? It yeah. is a, quite literally a monster truck. Right. Okay. So she was in that, too. All right, here's the next clip. Come on! Sorry. Turn the channel off. I'm sorry. The three most successful Jeopardy contestants ever will come together to compete for the coveted title in Jeopardy, the greatest of all time. In this clip, Ken Jennings, who holds the record for the longest winning streak, speaks on his excitement for the showdown. Here we go. I think the fans are going to be very happy to see it settled on this stage instead of arguments on chat boards. But there's a lot of luck in a game of Jeopardy. You know, there's going to be a lot of breaks. Who gets the daily double? Who who knows the final Jeopardies? We run this back, maybe you get a different winner. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode of Jeopardy. <laughs> The greatest of all time is tonight. Yes, I'm so excited. On ABC. And I just can't hide it. Uh, No, Preston, every one of them has an attribute that makes them worthy to be on that stage. And and, and Ken Jennings is is right that they they all have the things that they they are, are, are great at. So I can't even handicap this one. You know, they're... they're yeah, it can break any way, as he said. Depending on it, that's the nature of the game, too. With with um, James Holzhauer, right? Yeah, uh, he was able to. He's just so rapid fire. His his doing the deep dive on the big money early, and right. then his his luck of getting the daily doubles all the time, and then getting them right. And Ken Jennings, obviously, he has the smarts. He knows all this yes. stuff. He also he's really good with the signaling button. He's I heard. really good. He knows how to time that out properly, how to get in and be able to to be the first to answer. I think James is the best pure player, but I think that uh, Ken and the other guy, who by the way is from Philly and is a huge Eagles fan, Brad, um, they know how to play James, and I think that that's going to be to their advantage, and they're mm. going to they're going to handicap him a little bit. So my money's okay. on Ken. Uh, so that starts tonight, which is, is cool. It a half hour tonight, or is it an, it's an hour? hour? It's but it's at eight. Yeah, it's, ah. it's prime time. All right, regular okay. Jeopardy is airing, and this is prime time. Yeah. Okay. So, how many? Any any idea how many episodes are they going? doing? Three? No, I think it's seven. Is, is it seven? It's, well, it's the best of seven, so maybe they break it down more than okay. one per episode. Okay. I'm not, I'm not Ooh, sure. But very it, cool. the, the winner wins by by going best of seven. Now, what Alex Trebek indicated, and especially did last week about the the show, is that they're going to go 
hardcore um, with Difficult the questions. Thing? Yeah. Yeah, they're, because, they're, yeah. listen, when it's Teen Jeopardy, I'm in, dude. Yeah, yeah buddy. I am in. They dumb down the questions. It's awesome. I'm ready to chest bump Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah. Teen Jeopardy, but when they get with the real people. Then they, they, they crank it up a notch oh, yeah, in the yeah. intelligence <laughs> level, so it should be interesting. Yeah, sometimes it'll be playing in the background, and if I get, like, three questions in a row, I have to, like, look at the contestants. I'm like, oh, never mind. It's kids. <laughs> it's kids. <laughs> do, do you know what Jeopardy does, though, in the mechanics of it? Like, if you take it in something that the classroom... Does uh, they can pick this up as well from Jeopardy in the actual framing of the? Uh, so you're providing the question, obviously, in the clue, the way it's phrased. Yeah. If you may not even know the answer, will guide you to the answer. So that's what, like, I would um, put together trivia nights for my yeah. uh, uh, parish, and you know, you know, when people are sitting there, why would he ask that question? It's like, well, look at the wording of the question. Exactly. Why would he ask? Why, why would, how would I know the answer to that question? Well, sometimes if I come in in the middle of, of the show and they're just uh, rapid fire asking, it's important to know the, the subject. And if yeah. you don't know the subject, subjects can sometimes just give you the answer. You're exactly right. Yeah. And I, and if I don't know, and I'm like, wait a second, what? Because it has to be, you know, framed in, in that context. And if you forget it, you're effed. Yeah. And, and the, the first rule in riddles, by the way, is the answer is usually within the question. Right. And so if you, you have to look at the question. There's usually a keyword yeah. that'll, that'll give you the answer you're looking for. Unless it's just straight up trivia. This happened on this date. And so right. On. But, it's just a great game. But it is a great game. If you ever hear the words Chinese born American architect, the answer is always I am pay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, and that's the entertainment report this morning. Lots of money today. A uh, chance for you to win $1,000. We're going to start off with that with Easy Money. Starts at 8 o'clock. We'll give you a word. We'll give you the um, the different venues that you can use to enter that word and send it to us and possibly win $1,000. And then around 930 we're going to ask a question about the Dr. Oz show. We're doing this uh, watch and win thing, uh, thing all this week. So you watch the episode on the show. The next day we'll ask a question about that episode. And the correct answer wins $500. And it's going on all this week around 930. So make sure you watch Dr. Oz, uh, which is on 2 p.m. on Fox 29, by the way. So that's coming up. Actor Joe Montaigne is going to be on the program and more. We're going to take a break and be back in just a second. Stay with us on your drive-in today. MMR's Day Off on the Slopes at Jack Frost Mountain, Friday, January 10th. Look out below! Celebrate winter with the best lift ticket deal out there, along with a Pierre Robert live broadcast and a legendary happy hour with Jackson, live from E2000 Lounge. Listen up. There's still time to save money on your lift tickets. Ski the day with us for $20 through our pre-sale. Available while supplies last or until noon on January 8th. WMMR.com has all the details. MMR's Day Off on the Slopes. Sip, ski, and be merry. Friday, January 10th at Jack Frost Mountain from JFBB, where the snow comes first. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Coming up in about 35 minutes, close to 8 as we can do it, uh, we're going to get to the easy money. Your chance to win $1,000, so get set for that. And then uh, later on, we're going to have uh, actor Joe Montaigne on. And uh, Texas says, Joe Montaigne, the quarterback for the 49ers. This is name that movie. That's the water boy, right? Is it? Yeah. Okay. The, the two guys are in the stands. I've never seen the water boy. Preston, may I ask uh, you to uh, take a candle out the window there? Uh-huh. Oh, hey, my man. God. Oh. oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. What the that's hell? That's good. Uh, what the hell? No, that's Casey. <laughs> I thought it was a, just a dude working so out there. So yeah, I've okay, got a helmet so, on. Hang on. Let me, let me explain. We have... 
construction going on in our building, and it happens to be outside of our window here uh, that these guys are out on scaffolding. And uh, Casey's out there. He's outside of the studio. And he was, I just looked over and I saw a guy's bare ass up by the window. And apparently that's Casey. And he's calling the hotline right now. Hang Wait, on and second. I love that the, the, uh, the other construction worker out there is really not phased at all. Yeah, he's going about his business. The, what the hell are you doing? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I was uh, presented an opportunity to be on the other side of the glass, and I just, I just jumped on it. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm mooning you, and they gave you the finger, and you flipped me off before you realized who I was. Well, you were flipping me off. I know, I know. You're like, I'm just going to give this guy the finger back, yeah. and you're like, Oh my God, that's Casey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, hi guys. Uh, <laughs> We, we do we get a picture of the actual mooning uh, because it was actually it was, it was amazing, especially with the skyline behind no, you. We missed it. Oh, damn it! We can recreate it. I'm sure Casey yeah, doesn't mind, mind dropping yeah, yeah. his pants again. <laughs> Case? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to mime. Um, <laughs> is that what you were saying? Do you know what's great on the no, radio? We had miming. nothing to do with miming. We were we was wondering if you could drop your pants again because we missed Uh-oh. that. <laughs> we didn't get a picture of it. Oh, so, there we go. All right, so. <laughs> Miming on the radio. <laughs> he, would Casey mind? I think is what you said, not mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My mind. It's the same thing. He yeah. started doing the, the fake pane of glass thing. Is that what he hand? thought I said? I That's so. adorable. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I, this other worker, I just love. It. Casey mooned us again. He looked at him and like not not oh. a, he didn't crack a smile. Nothing. Well, well, it was funny because earlier the, the Casey the because first- go ahead. Yeah, no, no. The first time, when I did it, you were still doing your traffic. He was the only one who saw me. And you just hear him go, are you serious? Casey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it cold out there at all or is it protected? What's that? Is it cold out there at all or is it protected by the no, glass at this I'm, point? I'm totally fine, yeah. No, we're um, we're completely enclosed in glass. So the outer glass is... Um, it's cut off from the from the elements outside. Okay. Yeah, so they have this um, atrium that they're adding to the building here. Ask this uh, construction worker what, what his name is. If, if he... Oh, jeez. Oh, man, I don't want to do this. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Robert. That's Robert over here, guys. Hey, Robert. 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 We've been How looking at Robert's ass for the better part of the morning. So, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, guys, I hate you. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to do my goddamn job. Seriously. Okay. How did you get out there, by the way? So you got to go down the third floor. Well, first I had to sign a giant waiver, uh, and then I put a hard hat on, and then I went down to the third floor. I walked out. I had to climb up a ladder. Yeah. Ooh. Really cool. Yeah. I've been wanting to do this hat. stuff for a while. Hey, let me ask you this. Is the, the, the fart earlier, was that you about to go out onto the scaffolding? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, Casey was faking I, a bathroom emergency, uh, and he came back and said it was fart. I was like, I thought that was a little odd. No, because if it's Casey, you would have figured he would have crapped his pants. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought I was going to be out there earlier, but what I actually had to do was go through all of, like, the legal stuff of signing my life away. Uh, but I, at, at that point, I thought I was coming outside, but I wasn't. So well, uh, this yeah. this kind of stuff, construction, when you see this, you just want, I, I think it's cool. Like, that's why we talked about, like, Diggerland or whatever it is, anything with the equipment and cranes and stuff like that. Look at you. You you you'd make a good uh, construction worker. You you look good in your yeah. hard hat and everything. The way you, you moon. Right? I yeah. think I think you look like a uh, you look like the foreman. You know, like really? you look like the guy in charge of everybody out there. 
Make sure I don't look like a fiveman. <laughs> That's a fat joke, guys. A fat joke? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, get on in here. All right. Come on back All in. Right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, we'll have video pictures uh, to post of that later on. I just, I thought it was a, a guy who works here that maybe was a listener and decided to show us his butthole. <laughs> but no, it was Casey. Damn the luck. Outside, yeah. uh, mooning us as we were getting ready. And I had a really good segue, too. Which oh, sucks, damn man. it. Mm, Can you reclaim it? Uh, so, yeah, so that, uh, that, uh, uh, Joe Montana is going to be yep. on the show later on this morning. And a texter said, Joe Montana, the quarterback for the 49ers, <laughs> name the movie. The Waterboy. That was the movie, right? Hey, speaking of sports. <laughs> that was your Believe story. it or not, I think these things up before, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> before we actually go to them. And that was fun. It's hey, works. speaking of sports. Still works. There was a Sixers game last night. There was. There was. Yes. And apparently during the game, uh, Joel Embiid had a nasty injury that didn't keep him out of the game. Unbelievable. Yeah. He had his finger was dislocated. It was which finger was it? It was his pinky finger. And he thought that he broke it. Uh, so we went to the locker room. They did x-rays real quickly and then realized it was not broken. Popped it back in. And brought him back into the game. Why and was it still hanging then? If you've not seen the picture, no, this is before. This is when he was getting ready to be taken off or oh, uh, uh, off of the court, and it's not hanging. It's like ninety degrees sideways oh, God, uh, at that uh, at that main knuckle. <sighs> uh, and how? Oh, yeah. I, number one, looking at that. Gives me the heebie-jeebies in a big way. It's like I'm, immediately I want to look the other way. It, it, it is it is definitely alarming to see that because that's not usually the way a finger should bend. <laughs> but the question that also it also prompts Preston is what exactly would constitute an injury then that would keep you out of the game yeah. when your finger is going in the completely wrong direction and he goes back in? Well, I guess they pop it back in and nothing was torn, right? Or uh, broken, or broken, then you're it just you know just a strange. Jesus, there, but I, I've uh, in, uh, what's the movie? The Rock movie, Central Intelligence. There's a part where they're torturing him and they snap his finger sideways like that, and I can't look at that. <laughs> it drives me crazy. And by the way, one one of the I, playing basketball, just horsing around or whatever. You guys ever gone up for the ball and it and it hits your finger spot. Straight yeah. on and jams it. Oh, yeah, jamming hurts it hurts like a son of a bitch. It completely hurts. I got one, and now it's since corrected itself, but it was a dodgeball injury. You remember, I remember. I've had for the longest time, and and the last knuckle uh, on my finger would would bend down. I couldn't stop it from bending down. However. Uh, when I took that hit initially, the ball hit directly straight on the finger, yeah, 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 and yeah. it hurt like a son of a bitch. My dad, uh, when I don't know, never forget it. We were in sixth grade, and he was playing a it was a, a flag football exhibition game with the parents or something like that. My dad played college football. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. A, you know, it's a roughneck. He played hard. You know. They played, uh, you played the offense and defense, and he got crap beat out of him for years. So Not he, with the equipment we have today, too. Right, and he's playing this stupid little flag football game, <laughs> and he jams his pinky finger. Uh. And to this day, this is when I was in sixth grade, and I'll, I'm just showing you guys in the studio, it's like this, permanently. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sort of bent uh, up. Permanently. Yeah. You guys have seen uh, Tory Smith. He was a, not Tory Smith. Uh, Tory Amos. Tory Spelling. No. <laughs> Tory. Oh, God. 
Holt. Was Torrey Holt. Gotcha. Torrey Holt for the uh, he was a receiver for the Rams. Yeah. And so he had um, broken and dislocated his finger during a game. I mean, it's like this, Preston. It's yeah, basically ninety degrees sideways. Ninety degrees sideways, and he Jesus. never he never got it fixed. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you saw wait, him wait, today, wait. it's like that permanently. Yes. What? And he was How a receiver. How do you not get that fixed? His yeah. wife asked that he not get it no. fixed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some she people, appreciated it. Some people are texting in that uh, Embiid's finger was his ring finger. Yeah, that's pinky. what I thought. Okay. But I, I could only look at the photo for so long before I had to turn yeah. away. That's why okay. I, and, and Ben Simmons and uh, a couple other guys on the court, when they saw it, it really looked like they were about to puke. Like, Some they people. Want, they, their reaction. That, that puke reaction yeah. is so, so the, the like the, um, the, the leg snaps that you see in football. Oh, a lot of times, I can't people, take it. A lot of times people, and I saw a friend of mine one time years ago. I forget what we were looking at. It was a, a still photograph. Years ago, and he threw up. Oh my god, the Thiesman injury caused that reaction. I've yeah. seen the Thiesman injury once. Uh, there was one Casey that happened last year, the year before, with a Reds, another Redskins quarterback. Alex Smith never watched it because I heard how gross it was, yeah. and now cameras are like so well, high def. And uh, no, I can't, I can't do it because of my own reaction. I still to this day haven't seen the Joe Thiesman because I don't want to. Uh, yeah. the, the, the basketball player from Louisville. Still haven't seen that because I knew it was coming. The Alex Smith one, I didn't know it was coming. Uh, I was watching it. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't want to see that. Yeah. But you saw that power lifter the one time. Oh, right? man. Oh, <laughs> so so I can watch that. It, I, I still, it's still like, uh, it, it, you still get a little grossed out, but I can watch it. Snap. One of the things he talked oh. about, the powerlifting, Preston, was the guy, remember, who was powerlifting. We saw the pictures years ago, maybe about 10, 12 years ago. And basically his rectum distended. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. basically what was behind his anus came out. I think it's called a prolapse. Oh, my. Basically, mm-hmm. it looks like a bloody cauliflower yeah. out of his Horrible. bunghole. Horrible. Hang on. I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, let me go to Paul on the line. Hi, Paul. You're on the air. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? So, in middle school, uh, I was playing football, and at practice, my coach uh, was a little bit of a hard-ass. And we were doing five and outs, and I ran five yards out, and I turned around, and he had whipped the ball before I had turned around. And before I got my hands up, the ball was there and jammed my finger, my pinky finger. And when I looked down, my pinky finger was perpendicular to the rest of my finger. Oh, God. And so I walked up to Coach, and I was like, well, this happened. And he's like, well, give, give me your hand. He took my pinky. Popped it back into place. And he's like, all right, keep practicing. All right, so let, let me oh, ask yeah, this. Yeah. I, I want to ask a I person who's had this very thing happen. I would think it would be excruciatingly painful. And you look at Embiid, and he's not, he looks uncomfortable, but he's not, you know, bent over and, and grimacing or anything like that. How bad did it hurt, Paul? Well, when it when it happened, it didn't hurt at all because it was so quick. Yeah. And when I looked down, I was kind of in shock about it. And then, when he popped it back into place, however, that's when it really started to hurt. Oof. And that was in sixth grade, and I went to the ER afterwards, and uh, they were like, yeah, it's not broken, it's nothing torn. Here, put a splint on it. And that was in sixth grade, and I'm 36 now, and I still can't bend my finger the, like, the full way. Yeah. And I can still, and my finger is still kind of jagged. So okay. I have a, the littlest Thanks. bend in my – the pinky always seems to be just the littlest bend. Yeah, you can that yeah. first little knuckle. Right, yeah. right. So uh, – but you see things like in, in Lethal Weapon, you know. Right. Rick, <laughs> there's yeah. a text that came in. It said, uh, thanks to the Lethal Weapon movies, 
I grew up thinking that if you separated a body part, you could just snap it back in and get back to work. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's no legitimacy to that uh, notion. Oh, right? I, that, I Riggs, mean, that Riggs yeah. could, could dislocate his shoulder at mm. will? Yeah. And then, oh, uh, it hurts worse when you put it back in. Yeah. Snap. Wow. That was him getting, out of, the, getting out of the uh, straight jacket. It really depends on which body part you're talking about. Now, yeah. uh, kids can suffer from a thing called nursemaid's elbow. Uh, yes. My two daughters actually got it uh, three times. Uh, so t- one got it twice, the other one got it once. And but, what um, is that? It's essentially your um, uh, your arm bone becomes detached from its elbow, like dislocated from its elbow. Yep. And it sounds... When when it happens, they it's screaming agony, screaming pain, and then you bring them to the ER, and all they simply do is they rotate the arm and bend it in, and it pops back into place, and it's like nothing was wrong to begin with. Like there's there's no residual pain whatsoever. It's pretty huh. wild. Okay, uh, I, it's it's disconcerting to realize it could come out that easily well, and then pop in that easily. It, it you ha- like to think those things are more firmly attached. Well, they, so but you know the children are still growing and all that sort of stuff, and usually stops when the child is between like five and six years old but they call it nursemaid's elbow because and and for any new parents out there we didn't do this to our children on purpose like this was um my wife is taking a dress off of my daughter's head so it can happen really innocuously but um they call it nursemaid's elbow because of uh you know sometimes you know uh, parents will like pull their kid's arm like right, come on, right, come on, right, hurry right. Up. get over here and yeah. that's how it can happen right the other two times that it happened my one daughter was falling out of a chair and she went to like brace herself and that's that's how that one happened. Huh. i can't remember how the other one happened but it wasn't you were swinging her over your head i was not <laughs> woo, no, woo, but- woo, woo. <laughs> let me go to uh chris a certified hand therapist and can answer any questions hey chris how you doing Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. Nah, it's all good. So uh, the the sideways finger thing. Um, yeah. And uh, is that usually a pretty easy bounce back uh, once you pop that back in place? So the the joint in question for Joel Embiid, it's the first main joint that you called it. It's your metacarpophalangeal joint. That has two ligaments on either side, like your collateral ligament. Okay. What happened was... So it's it's possible he tore one of those and may need surgery. But, you know, after they reset that joint, they can tape a couple fingers together, and it's called buddy taping. Yep. He can go back in and play, but eventually they're going to need to kind of maybe do an MRI and see if he may need surgery at some point. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the hand is a very finicky part of your body um, because you use it so much, and there's so many moving parts in there and so many tiny Little bones and ligaments. It's and very that intricate. Stuff. That that's why you have uh, specialists like yourself that focus just on that part. Of Are the body. there a lot of other hand jobs available in your industry? <laughs> yeah. If I had a dime for every time I heard that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right. What what's one of the the nastier things that you've seen uh, come through? Oh, I see all kinds of stuff: gunshot wounds and lacerations from stabbings and. Uh, people putting hands and equipment where they shouldn't. <laughs> so, so we see a lot of times in movies, Chris, where, where like somebody will get a knife through the hand, or or um, and um, yeah, they they pull it out. I, I I assume as you're something's going through the soft part of your palm, I assume nerves and things get cut. It's it's not uh, as depicted in movies, right? Where a lot of times you just pull it out and just keep going. I assume the likelihood of damaging permanently nerves is pretty prominent. Well, the, depending on where where you get injured, yes, the odds are it's it's very likely you're going to injure a tendon or a nerve 
You're going to need surgery. And then the rehab after that is quite extensive. So, yeah, you're not going back into battle right away. Okay. All right. Thanks, Chris. Movies Appreciate lie. Listen, you have to realize I that. I have a movie question. All right. And it has to do with it's why do they do this every time? So when someone is going to, say, be blood brothers or mix their blood with yes. someone else. Yes. Why do they take a knife? And slice across their palm of their hand yeah. in a huge, right, like four inch cut, and then do. I'm like, you know, maybe by the elbow sure. or something. That, sure, uh, I'm yeah. not going to use all the time. Or how we can mix blood together that way? How yeah. about the way they uh, they test your blood with the Red Cross? One of those little suckers. Yeah. That's enough blood. Why not sure. take it from your ear? Yeah. yeah. Something get a that, piercing. Yeah. It's not so uh, use it. That, that well, your palms are going to use. Yeah. If you're holding it at the end of it, they yeah. do that. That's that's what made yeah. me think about yeah. it the other day. And they huge gashes. And they're using what are they using? Glass. Glass. <laughs> Did uh, so me and my friend Matt Matt when we were growing up, we wanted to be blood brothers, uh, but we were, you know, we didn't want to bleed, so we be- we became ketchup brothers. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I thought you were going to say semen brothers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We were too young for that. Steve. Yeah, it, we had not developed. Was that yet. even possible? What <laughs> other fluid could we use? Wow! All right, hang on a second. I'm going to go back to the uh, the socket stuff. I will go oh, to uh, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Hi. Hi. What's up, Melissa? Nothing. Um, when I was a kid, my brothers we would always be like messing around. And they would always, like, pull my arm out of the socket. Like, I think it was, like, either, like, my shoulder or my um, elbow. And my parents took me to the doctor so many times that the doctor, like, showed them how to, like, put it back in place. But it was, like, a common thing. Like, my brothers would just, like... Pull on my arm and like dead, dead arm. <laughs> uh, so, oh, so Melissa. Okay, so that's my question. The arm gets popped out of its socket. You're unable to. You're looking at your arm and you're unable to raise it. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just like just, just hanging limply there. hanging there. So that and then the yeah. second they got it back into place, you regained full mobility. Yep, good to go. Wow, nasty. I see it. it to me, that that freaks me out. That yeah. that's. That's simple. Does yeah. this still happen from time to time, or did you uh, act grow it? Well, now that I'm 27, my brothers really don't pull on Yankers, me. Right, right. <laughs> because yeah. it's called assault at this point. Thanks, yeah. Melissa. I, I have bad shoulders. Yeah. I, I've got a shoulder injury that I may not be able to play golf anymore, I've found out. Right. Because uh, it it's too painful. Um, but I've always had problems. So even when I was a teenager, I remember one time, like, for whatever reason, I was, you know, like, fist pumping in the yeah. air, almost like, uh, you know... Uh, like the Arsenio Hall, you know, yeah, I was doing like that yeah. motion and I separated my shoulder or something like just, I mean, I wasn't lifting anything heavy. I didn't do any trauma to it. And it just like, I felt it go pop and I'm like, Oh, and it's excruciating pain. Did they pop it back Sucked. in or did you pop it? Back? No, it came, it, it, it was out for however many seconds oh, and I'm God. in pain and I guess I just moved or manipulated. And I felt it pop back. Uh, in. Do you think that that led to the injury? Maybe, uh, and I just I did it to my left shoulder. My left shoulder doesn't give me trouble, and I was I don't know if I was taking a shirt off or doing what something around the house, and all of a sudden I felt that I'm like my left one. Okay, so <laughs> son of a bitch. When you, when you were taking other, your shirt off, I, I it was something. I don't oh, know okay. some kind of movement where I had my arm up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you want me to show you? Yeah. Uh, Coast lower. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing. Something was, else just popped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
The other thing that I heard was that once it happens once, uh, it's more likely to happen again. Maybe, yeah. maybe. So I'm wondering if that's uh, the case with you. Ooh, By the way, this goes. This, a boner. this is a whole other subject. I'm, I'm thinking of these other subjects, but <laughs> maybe we'll do a discussion on this sometime. But you're about ready to go in for yeah, a wonderful sexual experience. Yeah. Everybody's ready, and all of a sudden, something painful happens. Whether you stub your toe or you, you bang your head <laughs> on leg cramp and it or leg cramp what the for hell, man? Sake, and it just kills it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's I've happened had that. many times, and it's it's especially the leg cramp or you. I've actually fallen to the floor. <laughs> ow, ow, yeah. Ow, ow. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, let me go back to this because we we got uh, keyed off on this with uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, dislocated his finger last night, his ring finger, and it is, I mean, 90 degrees sideways. And he goes, he goes back into the game. Goes back into the game. Whenever you see something like that, you talk about the bones or the legs broken the other way, it's just not the way it's supposed to look. Yeah. And everyone has the same reaction. Oh, horrible. All right, let me go to, hang on. Now, some people can do this. Let me go to, let me go to Tim. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning, guys. First time caller. You guys rock. Oh, Welcome, hey, man. Welcome, brother. What's up, man? So I, my pinky finger, I used to play a lot of volleyball, and I, I actually, it wouldn't dislocate at the 90-degree angle, but it would, the second bone would pop on top of the, the bottom bone, Yeesh. and it would be kind of to the side, and just the grotesque nature of it, right, it just looked horrible. I went to the ER twice to get it reset, and the third time it happened, I was like, why don't I just try resetting this thing by myself? And okay. it, it kind of went back together. And, and what Nick said about, like, uh, it, once it happens, it can happen more often is so true because it started happening, like, over and over again while I play sports. I'd buddy tape it sometimes, but sometimes I wouldn't, and it would happen. I started showing people and having them reset it for me just as a, as a gag, you know? <laughs> really? You, you could would do that? Yeah. People would be freaking out, you know? So you would do that on your own just to show people? I, I wouldn't. It would happen accidentally while playing sports. Oh, and then you go, "Hey, look at this." Yeah, and okay. I, I'd be like, and people would just almost want to pass out because it looks <laughs> oh, so foul. Listen, oh, if, oh. if people do get completely woozy on that, my question is with it with the pinky finger injury, you know, and I, you know, my so. incredible dodgeball injury, yeah. uh, you know. So what's the what's the protocol? Will they will they put a pinky in a in a splint or what will they? No, maybe? I mean you can. Um, I mean, they can if it's broken, they can cast it up. Can okay, yeah, really. I mean, listen, I broke my knuckle, my middle knuckle, I broke, and they casted that up. Okay, well. I didn't know. I, I didn't know what at what point because I know with like the pinky toe, right, th- right. I, they don't. They don't put, I've always what, you just wear, like a boot or something. Just what happened? Taped it together. Tape it. You know, mm. something like that. I've never but... broken any digits. So I, I also, don't know. I don't know what this bone is called, but the uh, basically the pinky hand bone. Yeah, um, I broke that as well, and they had to cast it up. Are you talking about the yeah, like the the, the edge of your hand? Like edge. if you were doing hammer punches, that yeah, that, that bone. edge you broke that. Yeah, okay. You're talking about karate. <laughs> Why well, had a close That's right, fist. man. <laughs> Only two people, guys. People know karate. Uh, let me go to uh, one more quick call, and then we got to take a break because we got to do our uh, easy money on the Ooh. other side. I will go to Kate. This sounds pretty wild. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Hi, good morning. First time caller. What's up, oh, bitches? Uh, another one. <laughs> Not much, bitch. What's up? <laughs> All right. What do you want to tell us? Um, I actually have um, a pretty interesting story, and it's happened three times. My my jaw actually comes unhinged. Oh. So like a snake? I can't. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. So I can't close my my jaw at all. And um, <laughs> it's happened three times. The first time I was 16. Second time I was in my mid 20s. I'm in my mid 40s, and it happened again last year. And it happens just from yawning. Oh, so okay. is it is it is so that please? what lockjaw is? Is that is that lockjaw? It's not lockjaw. It's it's lockjaw. Some type of disease. It's actually my jaw becomes unhinged. All right. So it dislocates, and I have to go to the hospital, and they have to pop it back in. So with that, when when it's dislocated, is your mouth wide open? Oh yeah. So and in high school, and that would make you very popular, right? <laughs> wow. So you can't close it. So you got to get to the hospital quick, then. Yeah. The last time it happened, I was sitting at work and I yawned, and it it was locked open, and I had to drive myself to the hospital. And oh are you God. are you literally going to people? Yeah. That, are you talking I, like that? Yeah, the last time I had to take a post-it note with me and and explain when I walked in the emergency room. That's, that's wild. Sucks. So that's yeah. I think the, the the image I have is of like Jacob Marley in a Christmas Carol with his jaw hanging open. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so you have that, and you can if you tr- you try to close it, it will not close. The, the mechanism is not there to close it at all. No, and, not and, at all. And what's the pain level like? Oh my God, it's excruciating. Oh it, my it, God. and it gets it gets worse. The longer that it is um, unhinged, so the last time that I was in the hospital, they couldn't get it back into place, so they had to give me ketamine. Oh, and my my husband was there, sitting next to me, watching the whole thing. All right, so when they're resetting it, what do they do? Somebody just manipulating it with their hands? They use a foot underneath your chin? What? A ball be a hammer? They they actually um, the doctor. Uh, wraps their thumbs in gauze. Oh my God. And then they get on top of me. This is what I've been told. And they straddle you, oh. and then they have to pop it back in. Oh my God. Oh, so they're reaching their hand inside your mouth and pulling the oh, jaw. Oh God. Yes. yes. Holy F. Oh. So thumbs, cool. thumbs going into your mouth. I see. Okay. So yeah. They're, yeah. they're almost like they're getting like in 69 position yes. over you. And, and they've got a, and they have to reach their thumbs into your mouth. And that's exactly. insane, Kate. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. And apparently the last time it happened, the doctor was straddling me. And apparently I tried to put my hand up his shirt. <laughs> hitting on him. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. I know you don't do that. <laughs> you're, you're a piece of ass. Uh, 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 you know, I just said the mood hit me. So, yeah. well, Kate, while your mouth is open in this, and I don't know if you're able to recollect this, but is drool pouring out? And it has to. No, it's actually the opposite. It gets so dry. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Where you can't swallow it anymore. So that's when it becomes a little scary because it what? gets so dry. Oh. Jaw issues with people have caused, like, for example, I I remember, I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember this being the allegation or the the, the thought, Burt Reynolds lost a tremendous amount of weight years ago, uh, and obviously he's dead, now he's losing weight like crazy, but but the, uh, uh, the, he had jaw issues uh, that were sort of very pernicious, and and that led to him not being able to eat and and chew food properly, so do you have issues like that with chewing? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's certain, like, I'm not supposed to chew gum, I'm not supposed to chew like a bagel or anything chewy, you know, candy, that type of thing. Wow. It will Kate, happen again. Do you resist the urge to yawn when it comes on? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that, yeah. that's, a, that, listen, there are obviously far worse things, but that's annoying. Yeah. I mean, you can yawn. You don't have to have your mouth totally agape 
to yawn. Right. Sometimes, right. though, it just comes over you quickly, and you're, yeah, you know, yeah. you, 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 you don't do it. And it's actually one yeah. of the great joys in life is a good yawn. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's wild. Thanks for sharing. We appreciate it. Sure. Have a good day. All right, you too. Have you seen Brightburn yet, Preston? <sighs> no, I got to okay, see Okay, there's, there's, there's a jaw scene in that that will have you... <laughs> laughing loud. Is it is, is it, it akin to uh, upgrade when they? Yeah. Oh yes, okay. yes, okay. And, oh. And, even, and even worse. Oh my yeah. god, I can't imagine worse than that. All right, interesting. Well, thanks for sharing. And uh, if this type of thing skeeves you out, avoid <laughs> the pictures of Joel Embiid with his oh, with his uh, funky finger. It's pretty mm. messed up. We got to take a break. Case I'm assuming we coming right back. Yeah, we got to okay. come right back. We got to do easy money. Got to yeah. give away a thousand dollars. All right, so we're gonna take a break. We're gonna play these commercials. Gonna come on the back end. No song, and we'll have your chance to win. So don't go anywhere. Stay with us because we will have that special word you need with the numbers and all the information to send it over to us and possibly walk away a thousand dollars richer. Be foul coming up too. Be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Weezer. Dirty honey. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, I have some very funny and very disturbing stories to share with you today, both of them. So get yourself ready. Strap in. Here we go. Deputies with the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office responded to reports of someone screaming for help at a neighbor's home. And after showing up the uh, to the home, the deputies soon discovered that the supposed victim was actually a parrot named Rambo. <laughs> the homeowner was changing the brakes on his car when the deputies arrived and notified him that his neighbor had called to report that there was a woman screaming inside asking for help and to be let out. Uh, the owner, Money's over! Uh, yes, the, the owner then introduced Rambo to the officers. He said, uh, I was uh, changing the brakes on my wife's car. I have my 40-year-old parrot Rambo on his outside perch where he sings and talks. I just crapped on a newspaper. Sometimes, uh, Sometime later, four police officers showed up saying a neighbor called because she heard a woman screaming for help. And I promptly introduced the officers to Rambo. And we all had a good laugh. Crime is the disease and crackers are the cure. (laughs) He added, uh, afterward, I also introduced Rambo to the neighbor who called in the screaming. Rambo won a cracker. Uh, Luckily, his neighbor also had a good laugh about the entire situation. He said, sometimes Rambo yells, help, help, let me out. And he explained uh, that it's something I taught him when I was a kid and Rambo lived in a cage. So... (laughs) It's like a, like a billion feathers. <laughs> and I, I heard the audio, and it does indeed sound like a woman saying, help, let wow. me out. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So. Those things are amazing, but yep. they're a pain in the ass. All right, here's another fun one, and then we'll get to the disturbing stuff. When Brian McCarthy's daughter opened an Amazon package from her grandmother last month, she discovered a mini Baby Cakes brand waffle maker meant to be her Christmas gift. Ooh. But when she opened the new waffle maker, she found... 
an old, crusty waffle already inside. <laughs> Is that the starter kit? It's like, it's on the waffle grid, okay? Oh, my God. Her father said that the Amazon sold the item directly through its Prime service as opposed to by a third-party merchant that uses the Amazon platform to sell goods to Amazon customers. Uh, and the product was not advertised or used or refurbished. It was new, so somehow or another it had a... Was it a test one? Or, I don't know, man. Or did they send you a complimentary waffle with each purchase? Amazon is investigating the incident, supposedly. All right, this is truly disturbing. Oh, boy. The details have emerged in a case of a Michigan man who allegedly killed his grinder date, police say, and it gets more intense. Now, oddly enough... The guy, the victim, the man who was murdered, his name is Kevin Bacon. Oh, boy. Kevin Bacon actually commented on this story after reading about it. And I'll get to that at the end of it. So Kevin Bacon was reported missing when he didn't show up for breakfast with his family on Christmas Day. He was 25 years old. And it wasn't long before his car was found outside of the family dollar store with his wallet, phone, and clothes inside. The day before, Bacon had told a friend that he was meeting up with a man he had met on the dating app Grinder. Later that evening, Bacon texted his friend that he was having fun and would be out for a while. Early on December 28th, police found Bacon's body in 50-year-old Mark Latunsky's home. He's arrested and charged with open murder and mutilation of the human body. Now more details have emerged on this. According to court documents, police found Bacon hanging naked from the rafters by his ankles in Latunsky's house. Police said Latunsky confessed to killing Bacon by stabbing him in the back and then slicing his throat, also telling police he had cut off Bacon's testicles with a knife before eating them. So this guy hangs him up like a deer. Yes, like Ed Gein style. Exactly, to bleed him. Jesus. Uh, The month before... What a deranged world. Police responded to Latunsky's home after a man was seen running from Latunsky's home with blood on his face wearing only a leather kilt. Uh, The man didn't press charges, and following an investigation, police determined no crime had been committed. Actor Kevin Bacon, who shares first and last name with the victim, took to Instagram to express his condolences when the news broke of the victim's death last week. Yeah, that's messed up, man. Yeah, so uh, Dahmer had uh, similar things that uh, that he didn't engage in. He was a cannibal as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, lighter story. Yes. Much lighter, opposite of the end of the spectrum story. A happy bacon story. No, but it does involve a food product. All right. A Florida woman is selling an unusual possession for thousands of dollars. It just so happens to be a manatee-shaped chicken tender. (laughs) Wow. The gentle giant-shaped tender was posted on Facebook Marketplace on January 2nd. Yes, hold for Miss Lowen, please. By... Yes, I hear you on the chicken finger that's shaped like a manatee. I'd love to purchase it, please. By Florida resident Melinda Britt uh, Disbrow under the Antiques and Collectibles heading. The pricey piece of poultry is called Tender. How much? Listed as in new condition. They're asking $5,000 for it. <laughs> Uh, the woman stated that she had discovered tender in her meal from Culver's, which is ironically on the same road that leads to the Manatee Viewing Center in Apollo Beach. By the way, virtually every chicken tender looks like a manatee. I think you're right. I think you're right about Come this, on. Steve. Yeah, so, but she's, she's seen if she can get five Gs out of it. We'll see where that I have goes. a potato that looks like a ball. Uh, two children, ages 12 and 13. Here's another slightly disturbing story were shot after throwing snowballs at passing cars in Milwaukee. 
That's the Chicago way. They're okay. Yeah, well, this is in Milwaukee, know, yeah. so it's some dude probably moved from Chicago. Uh, the pair was hurling snowballs at passing cars with a group of children on Saturday evening. One of the snowballs struck a white Toyota. Jeez. The driver of the car shot at the children. Police found the 12-year-old girl and 13-year-old boy minutes apart. Both of their injuries were non-life-threatening, thank God. Uh, they've been treated at a local hospital, and police asked tipsters with information about the suspect or incident to contact them. I always department. thought that throwing ice balls was cheating. Yeah. yeah. Pulling out a gun. It's off the charts. That was like one of my favorite pastimes, was throwing snowballs at cars. Yeah, we like doing it, too. Yeah. You'd get in an area where you could run away pretty quickly. Well, we had... Between houses or something? Well, so we, we did it at Triangle Park in Rutledge, and um, we only got cars going the one way because... Uh, they couldn't turn around because of the street was a one-way street. Good. So, you know, and... and now do you regret it? No, 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 not at all. Uh, and then cars, if we hit them going the other way, they had to make, like, three turns just to get to our street. Uh-huh. And we could see them the whole time. So we're like, if they make that first turn, we'd start booking. And then the second turn, if they made it, we're like, all right, we're off. You yeah, know? Yep. yeah. All right, and then one last story. A woman is a little embarrassed but well-rested after falling asleep testing a mattress at a Missouri store and spending the night there. Uh, Officers were called to the undisclosed store shortly before 8 a.m. Tuesday after a worker found the woman wandering inside the business prior to its opening. The woman told police she had been trying out a display mattress the evening before and must have fallen asleep. Don't wake her. Police posted on social media that it was the best mattress endorsement we've ever heard. Store operators declined to press charges. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Some messed up story. And no, man. The cannibal story is off the charts. Couple things. Uh, Tattoos Day. Chance for you to win a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo for your Preston and Steve show-themed tattoo. And all you got to do is text the word tattoo to 39333. We're going to randomly draw one later on. You might end up being... Um, uh, tattooed by artists like Don Juan, who's awesome. You can see his work on Instagram at Don Juan Tattoos or PhiladelphiaEddiesTattoo.com. Um, so that is one of the things going on. We also have uh, just a couple of minutes, like two minutes left for you to get the word in for easy money. The word is budget. Uh, so you can uh, text that to 45911 or you can enter using the MMR mobile app uh, with the contest page or the contest page WMMR.com. You do it that way. You can uh, be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. And coming up at 9.30, we have a chance to win 500 bucks. That is if you watched the Dr. Oz show yesterday because it's a question that is specific to yesterday's episode. And we're doing it this week and next week. So yeah, lots of money. Around 9.30. So get yourself set for that. We'll take a break and be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I wonder why we as human beings, <clears throat> when we second guess something like that, our voices go up like that when we do that. Yeah. There it's, was it's, a... it's almost every time you say blah blah blah. This and wait, did I already say that? Your voice goes up and start talking like this. <laughs> why does it do that? I don't know. I don't there was know. actually a Nat Geo special that. that broke down and culturally where others 
other uh, cultures will don't do that. Uh, will yes, they'll they'll do another sort of yeah, um, a thing that's right that's just common to them to right. them that would suggest lexicon. that they're confused yeah. in their tone. It's funny. It's it's the way. But yeah. Yeah. universally, if you start to do that here, your people know you're questioning your yeah. Yeah, whatever you just said, right? You're questioning yourself. I was watching huh. the show on Netflix called Messiah, and in the show, uh, there were gentlemen that were speaking Arabic, and I was, as I'm watching, I'm like, if I were born and raised there, would I be able to make those sounds? Like, you know, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, it, they would th- stop you from doing them. <laughs> No, watching uh, Jack Ryan, Yeah, uh, there's a lot of mis- Middle Eastern language, and it just sounds like people clearing their throats to me. There, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. and things like that. A lot of Farsi uh, is, is yeah. indistinguishable exactly. but to us, but there are subtle nuances that you're just born to pick up on. And and we, have you ever watched videos of uh, foreigners doing what they consider to be uh, pretending to speak uh, English? Yeah, it's pretty it's funny. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, very odd. Well, but... they know this is the right language. And they're, they're... <laughs> but I mean, if you were to pretend like you were speaking, you know, an Asian language or something like that, yeah. you just make sounds that, that you hear are common mm-hmm. in that, and it's just gibberish that you're saying, and they do the same thing with, with English, and it's yeah. funny to hear. All my dialects are, are hyper versions <laughs> of sure. the, you know. Yeah. Uh, but as as time advances, uh, everything sort of gets homogenized as, as our exposure to, you know, uh, the, the, the likelihood, like, for example, in Star Trek, it's been pointed out many times that Scotty would be that far in the future going, well, I got to know you. It would be mitigated uh, uh, over yeah. time, you yeah. know? <laughs> we don't have a common Die. language by then. The war factor engines are in distress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but listen, one of the, uh, uh, well, I was going to do a segue, but forget it. Do you want to just do a regular bicycle? No. Yeah, just do the segue. No, I was. <laughs> my segue was going to be, you know, uh, you, you, a lot of times you do the uh, the, the Russian dialect. Yes, uh, I and, do it with great pleasure. Exactly, and one of the things we see coming out of Russia actually a lot are uh, uh, dash cam videos. Yeah. Tons, Tons of them loaded with dash cam Tons videos. Tons of them. In fact, some I there are a couple of uh, Twitter sites that I follow that are almost exclusively. Things seen from Russian dashboard cameras. Right. And the reason I bring that up is because Nick had sent over this story. Uh, it was about um, PennDOT um, starting to use uh, speed cameras. But this was interesting. Uh, in, in speed cameras specifically in work zones. But they, I, I read this. The automated systems are mounted to vehicles and use cameras and speed timing devices to catch motors traveling above the posted speed limit in active work zones. I always thought speed cameras were just stationary and that uh, you knew where they were. Sometimes even Waze will let you know, you know, there's a, there's a red light camera yep. ahead and, and we'll give you a little warning. I got busted by one coming north on 95. I, I think I talked about it on the air, uh, north of Baltimore, north of the tunnel. And um, Preston, that camera was mounted, uh, I think, on a porta potty. There was It was a construction oh, no zone. Way, really? really? Yeah, okay. it was a construction zone. And so I How was... How fast was the porta potty going? <laughs> no, it was stationary. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but because it was a construction zone, the speed limit, I think Steve was, was 55 and I was going probably 65 or 70. Or something like that. Yeah, they, um, they can they can they can mount as you obviously yeah. porta potty. They can mount them just about everywhere. Right. Okay, so maybe you, these ve- it? these vehicles no. are, must no, be stationary. Can't. Yeah, that was I thought Correct. it was a moving vehicle doing this. I'm like, what's the point of that? Okay, yeah, right, I got pinched you. by one uh, in similar area. Mine was closer to DC though. 
I was uh, I had to get off of a highway to get onto a highway, and so I was kind of like looping around on some sort of like clover leaf, and and I got pinched there by some camera, and I didn't you know I didn't even know I got it. Weeks in the mail. later, I got it in the mail. Okay, yeah, me I'm too. Like, so how do you even fight that? Right, and I didn't because I don't think you can. No. Well, a lot of times you may not even remember. So, how do you fight that exactly? You can't you fight get, a porta potty. You get pulled over; it's fresh in your mind, and maybe yep. you can say, "Look, here's the extenuating circumstance of why I might have done this infraction." A question: If you did fight it, if the porta potty did not show up to court, would you be let go? Technically, you're off <laughs> at that point. Yeah, uh, but listen: if you do get busted, so they're going to do this mainly in work zones uh, because that's where the hyper focus yeah. is. Where you really work zones and school zones. You you need to do the speed limit. It's honestly, I, I see guys out there and I see people being reckless. It is, it is, um, uh, it is such a dangerous thing to do when they're stepping out, stepping out into the street and, and, uh, you know, they're, they're working and, and people going through the road cones yeah. quicker than they should. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a good idea to just be as safe as you can. So I understand the need to clamp down on this. But uh, it, it was leading to a, uh, a larger discussion that we had, we had kicked around off air was um, having a dash cam on your own vehicle. Yeah, my yeah. wife was actually talking about getting one because of um, she she's in, in sales and so she's on the road a lot. And she has a, a co-worker of hers who was at a stoplight and they were just sitting there at the stoplight and the guy walked across the street and then jumped up on their hood okay. and acted as if they had gotten hit by the car yep. and then little did they know that they had a dash cam and so they were able to and so so they were able to you know dispute the fact that uh, that that he, that he it was a setup yeah, it, was yeah. a, it was a total setup and so my wife's like you know that's i probably <laughs> should get something like that just to cover my ass my uh brother-in-law has one on his he's got one going forward and backwards and I forgot the scenario, but it was a fender bender, uh, and uh, the woman who he had the fender bender with was claiming that it was his fault. It was clearly not his fault, and she's going on and on about it, and he goes, you know what? I have a camera yeah. on my car wow. that got the whole thing, and she quickly changed her tune immediately after that. You know, so I'm uh, the, the conversation has come up. I actually priced them out. You can get them on, on an Amazon, and you yeah. know, you can, they're, 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 they're readily gettable. I just want one that, you know, that would, would not be, you know, this elaborate thing, and they're, they're actually fairly small. Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to go through with it because it's it's I think for that purpose alone, Preston, to simply have a way of chronicling exactly that sort of situation would be worth it. I have a question about that with the video. Um, does it record and then store a certain amount and slowly delete? Uh, I think yeah. there's there's like different options. You right? can do different options. Yeah. You can have like like different the same way with like, like with every so you're you're driving you're driving for an hour two hours you're or whatever. driving around you're, you're driving, driving around. around. <laughs> And then uh, uh, it'll record, and then if you want to to save that, or you can hold on to it for a while. The storage capabilities of these things are yeah, I was, pretty ridiculous. I was curious if it just keeps rolling all the time and slowly uh, deletes the the tail end. Like it's you know got to I mean? do almost like a DVR, right? So like the D, like when you have a channel on, it's you can basically rewind it for an, an hour, uh, you know, without actually right. recording anything. Well, case I, mean. I, yeah, I, I yeah. the last time I really looked at these things was about a year, a year and a half ago. So I'm sure the tech is even better now. Yeah. For for your options, the trick would be though, you know, for you want to have enough storage space where someone says, you know, were you, were you driving? You might have seen. I think like two weeks is something. Yeah. To at yeah. least wow, you know, I mean, so that you can hold 
yeah. hold enough information because to figure how much time you're in a car. Yeah, I was just thinking a couple hours or whatever. So in case something, right, that's interesting. Well, you I, also, I don't know. I would assume because like with the security cameras around yeah. my house and in the house uh, in the cloud, you can store a lot over. I think it's at least a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, there's probably like a USB that you can um, plug into, and um, what are those things called? Like a disc. What are those things called? Oh my gosh. Um, a USB port? USB port, but what do you stick into the USB port? What's uh, that called? A zip drive. A zip drive. Yeah. A drive. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's probably, you know, things you could take in and out, and, and much like the, the the DVR, it's going to continue to record, and then if you want to capture it, like in a DVR, it's like, oh, you know what? kind of want to hang on to this. You just If you just hit the record button, it's going to save whatever... However long you've had that channel on. This is what you, how you think it works? This is how I think it would work. Okay. Yeah. If it, the, the tech is moving along. If anyone has one and it's a state-of-the-art, you know, please let us know. First, let me go to Joe here. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Joe, you're on the air. Oh, hey, Morgan. How we doing? Good. What's up, Joe? Hey, I was just trying to listen to the on that. Oh, you're breaking yeah, we've up. Heard it, we've heard it a thousand times. <laughs> Hold on. Try try again. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Nah, you're, you're breaking uh, up. Joe, I'll put him on hold and come back. All right, I'll put you on hold and come back in a minute. Uh, let me first go to Matt, who can explain the loop recording. Hi, Matt. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, bud? So, dash cams, uh, it's called loop recording, and they are always recording 20 seconds at a time. And so, for every new second that comes, it deletes a second, 20 seconds behind you. So, you can act. You can have them set to activate if you get hit or something. And once it senses that, it will now keep the 20 seconds before that happened and save it and then start recording and saving everything to the SD card or its internal memory, whatever it has. Let me ask you, are there there's there've got to be ones that are that are longer um, that, that are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can set the loop. Some I don't know. Different models might be able to set for a minute and a half, two minutes. I'm sure there are ones that you can set it to record nonstop and you just have to keep replacing the you know the 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 memory when it fills up right right so if you have I, I i'm sure a lot of them like just just patch right through to your to your phone you know i mean uh, if you're if you're running video yeah, it's like surprised. your ring doorbell yeah. You, like yeah, yeah like a ring doorbell type thing yeah i know yeah but a lot, most of the consumer level medium models have that loop recording so that when something happens it already caught the 30 seconds or whatever leading up to do it. you have one matt do you use one I, I actually just got one for Christmas for my pop, for my work band. There you uh, go. It is installed, and it has 45-second loop recording. It's the Roby dash cam. I, I think, I, I, honestly, for businesses, too, where you're driving around, like you said, in a work van, mm-hmm. that, that's an invaluable thing to have. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm self-employed, so if something were to happen, you know, it's my livelihood. I want to I want to be, you know, be able to hold someone accountable. Yeah. yeah makes sense. Did you see the footage press Thanks, of the man. guy who was... Booking down, I think it was in Connecticut, going 100 miles an hour. He had his dash cam on. He's acting like a lunatic. He starts to take a turn getting off. He's taking it about 80 miles an hour. Mm. They had the whole thing, the, all the footage from his dash cam. Oof. into the, And now he survived because he was seat belted in. Right. But, you know, in some cases, you can catch the driver doing crazy things. Yeah. So, Steve, uh, to one of your questions earlier, a, a friend texted me and he said uh, that they had a, a pedestrian walk into her while she was driving. Um, and this, so this became an issue for, for him and his family. Um, and they've he works in the insurance industry, so it really helps with if accident situations. He said it costs less than 200 bucks, super easy to install, lots lots of options out there, and records um, for hours and hours at a time, uh, up to weeks, and then uh, records over the oldest of the data. Huh. Interesting. Wow. Okay. Let me go to Joe. Good morning, Joe. 
Hey, morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, this is Joe. Who was on earlier? Now we got a good uh, <laughs> signal. What's up, bud? Yeah, Tell us your story. In a bad spot there. Yeah. Um, I was talking for, and I wanted to comment on the dash cam issue. Um, I myself have had a, um, have been involved in an accident where dash cam came in handy. I'm a commercial driver, and I worked for a company that had put dash cams in all their trucks. Mm-hmm. You know, just in case, God forbid, something happens. And I was coming down Route 15 for Williamsport, and you know, goes two lanes to one lane. For like a quarter mile, it goes back to two lanes. Well, guy didn't want to get stuck behind me apparently, and tried to pass me on the shoulder, and he didn't get all the way past me when he came around, and ended up clipping the front of my truck, and veering off and to the other lane of traffic, and causing a major accident to keep another car and whatnot. And you know, he went on court for you know a few months and whatnot. But that having that dash cam made all the difference in the world, and actually. Pretty much saved my ass. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there, yeah. you, it's hard to argue against a video, and that's uh, that's that's part of the deal. Also, by the way, like you remember when that when that, that um, the meteor crash? We, we use the yeah. we play the sound effect of the explosion in yeah. Russia. Most of that footage, yeah, was caught on dash cams. Wow. All right, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, man. All right, thank you. All right, see ya. Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of people that have had this has helped them out. I'm going to go to BJ next. Hey, BJ. Hey, it's actually CJ. All right, Where's CJ. Works. <laughs> What's up, bud? And I said, and I said, C as in cat. Tried to explain that, but I guess it didn't work. Uh, C as in bat. Yeah, they, they probably heard that. All right, what's the story, anyway, bud? So, my dash cam has saved me so many times, only because every. Uh, the few accidents that I've gotten into, if I didn't have the camera, it would have been one of those 50-50 scenarios that yeah. the, the, both insurance companies would agree that it was both our fault. No, and you're right. And, 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 and a tremendous amount of insurance cases end up exactly like that. So so uh, how much? I mean, how many times uh, can you give a specific number? How many times you've been saved because of the dash cam? Uh, well, it's a high number. Okay. I my Actually... Everyone that I surround myself with, they all think that the dash cam actually jinxed me. <laughs> <laughs> like it's causing accidents yeah. now. It's actually causing accidents, <laughs> but yet I've never actually caused myself the accident. It was always someone else hitting me. So it, <sighs> I, honestly, it's jinxed. Hey, I wonder, uh, do they have, so you're, you're catching everything in front of the vehicle, obviously, but there are people who rear end you, uh, and that, that can happen in an accident scenario. Are there? Well, I do have... I do have a rear camera too, because you can get mm. smaller ones that just um, that just go in the back, and they're all hardwired. So like, they, there's no um, ca- uh, wires dangling. Okay. So I mean, you can get one to go into the cigarette lighter, but like, if you want to be safer, you just get it hardwired in, and that way, right when you turn your car on, it starts up. But another cool thing about them is, if you hardwire them, once you turn your car off, it will have its parking record. So anytime it senses uh, motion, it'll start recording, or anytime there's um, movement or vibrations on the car, it records. Wow. Dude, I like that, because I've, I've seen that, like, where people get their cars uh, nicked or scratched or someone's sure, and, and, mm-hmm. and they have footage of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and like, Teslas uses, have that on yeah. them or something. Teslas have that, yeah. yeah. And it uses a low power mode, so it doesn't drain your battery. BJ, how much does something like that cost? Well, uh... Medium range. If you want to get a medium one that's not like has good that has good quality, it's probably about like you know one fifty to three hundred. Okay. For a decent one, 
but you can get like still good uh, a fifty dollar one. It's still going to save your butt. And that. is that is that for just one or or getting the front and and rear? Uh, you can get combos for that price too. Okay. And Bo, and another thing is what um uh, I think it was Casey that was talking about. You can if you if you're actually at the accident and you want to show the uh, the police officer the footage, you can actually Wi-Fi connect to wow. the uh, the um, dash cam and just download it real quick to the phone and then show the police officer at the accident. That's wild. It, it is cool. You know what might also be like if you don't have say that if that's not your financial resource, pay a sketch artist to sit in the car. Sure, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart. Just, yeah. you know, a good one, though, because yeah. the rendering has to be somewhat accurate. Maybe somebody will do it for, like, 20 bucks or like something like that. Like a court, sure. you know, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. sketch artist. I, have a mustache. BJ, thank right, you. Thanks, guys. Why Appreciate is he holding it. this large <laughs> tennis racket? Well, I just I, wonder if, artist too. if I, because I have, um, I have the obviously, the backup camera on my car, but I also have a little camera in the front. So, like, if I'm pulling in somewhere and I want to see how much space I have, there's just a little button that I push, and, and um, it shows me how much, you know, it, it shows me a video of the front of my from the front of my car, I doesn't wonder... It, doesn't it kick in automatically? Your, your proximity detector probably turns on your front camera. Right. Uh, no, not like that. I actually, you know... I'll, Do you I'll have get, to say, uh, roll them? <laughs> no. I'll, I'll get, like, beeping and stuff like that. But if I want to see the front camera, I have to hit the front button. Uh, there, there's just, like, a little button near the, uh, the, the gear shifter. But I'm wondering if there was a way to sort of retrofit dash cam into the already existing you'd, cameras. You'd probably be looking at somehow of effing up stuff and also yeah. avoiding the warranty on that equipment if you did it after after factoring. Yeah. But what I'm wondering, Casey, is when uh, manufacturers will start having, or, or do they already as yeah. an option well, to look, have a security I, uh, dash cam on? I think that's the way the Tesla system probably right. goes through their, their parking cameras as well. Yeah. Now, hmm. they, I think you're getting a, three, a, a 360 in the old days, you remember when you had your backup camera, you actually had to go out and slate it like in a Hollywood movie? <laughs> yes. Car backing up, take one. Uh, let me go to uh, Leonard, who is an Uber driver. Hi, Leonard. You're on. Good morning. I like turtles. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hello. Yeah, I uh, I heard you talking. I'm driving around, and I, I use a dash cam, and I, uh, I swear by them. I actually... Got in an accident. Uh, I was in Philadelphia, and some guy sideswiped my car. And then luckily he pulled over, but he tried saying that he didn't do anything illegal. And so I told him I had a dash cam on my car, and then he shut up and uh, admitted to it to the police. And I submitted the footage to the insurance company, and they, they paid for my damages. So let me ask you, Leonard, You he sideswiped your car. Was that, that accident in the camera's range of vision? Yes, I have a I have a camera that that records forward and backwards, but also has a uh, a one eighty view, so it's kind of like a wide angle view. Okay, so uh, it, it records pretty much everything. All right, wow, that see that that's that's wild because you know here in in uh, in uh, Philadelphia the amount of uh, insurance stuff is off the charts. Like no, it, I had it happen last year, it's man. It's crazy. I got rear-ended, and yeah. the guy uh, completely flaked out, never paid me, and if I'd had a cam footage, it, it would be able to hold the guy accountable. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. It really sucks. So mm. I'm glad that it's being applied for these Philadelphia's Philadelphia, Nick, is one of the worst it's cities brutal. in the country for it. For for what? For uh, for for insurance claims and, and, and things like that, and, and fraud claims and stuff going in. That's why you see the commercials on TV all the time about insurance fraud's illegal. Right, you know? right. Uh, I'll go next to Adam. You're on the air. Adam, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, uh, I use my GoPro instead of a dash cam. I don't have a story about it or anything. Luckily, I haven't gotten into an accident with it. 
But okay. I use uh, I use that instead. All right, so you just have a uh, you just have it like uh, velcroed to your dashboard, and and you you hit record every time you start no, driving. Come, no, they come with uh, these sticky mounts that go on the like I mounted it to my windshield right behind my rearview mirror. So, okay, you know okay. what? What and you could do is use your 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 your, your nanny cam, the teddy bear, and just sit that on the dashboard, Preston. So so Adam, do you have to do you have to engage it every time you get in the car? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and so you just hit record, and I uh, I haven't used my GoPro in a long time. Does it uh, does it have that looping effect on it, or do you have to, you know, when your disc is full, do you record over stuff? How do you do it? Uh, I honestly, I only use it sparingly, so I haven't got to the point where I had to loop over something yet. But I think it holds the, my SD card holds like five hours of driving. Okay. All right, my, all right. My my commute's only forty five minutes, so I, I don't use it too much. But so take the long way into work. Yeah, but you can still knock that out in a week <laughs> if you're you know uh, easily. Yeah, exactly. All okay. right, so go. Right. For, well, it's it's Thanks, older. Adam. It's older tech. I wouldn't remember to turn it on and off. I know. Yeah, I you need I'd need something mm-hmm. that's that's specifically set to to yeah. go to turn on when the car comes on, and like a sixteen millimeter camera, all that yeah. stuff in yeah. a box. Yeah, maybe I don't <laughs> know. Sit on the deck. No, yeah, the, the tech is a GoPro is more specifically for you recording that event, you know, right. and, and that's it. I don't think it's a dash cam. It's probably the most effective way of getting what you want. Uh, hang on. Let me go here to Zach, who is an Uber Uber driver as well. Hi, Zach. You're on. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You know what they say about Uber drivers? What? They can't get out of the cock of duty car. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Get yeah. out of the cock of duty car. Well done. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> you made Casey's day. I love you. All right. What's up, man? Just saying the past three times I've called in, I have tried to tie that one in. <laughs> so with the, so, uh, do you use, obviously you use cameras? Uh, I have a dash cam. Uh, I've been doing Uber for a year and a half. And I've had, you know, obviously passengers can rate drivers. Right. And actually, as a matter of fact, drivers can rate passengers, just so you know. Yeah. Yep, but anyways, sure. um... You can get deactivated by passengers. Yes, if, so uh, if right. someone were to claim that a driver was drunk or high or something like that, Uber can deactivate you, and that actually happened to me. Okay. So a passenger called and said I was drunk while driving. I sent Uber the video on my dash cam. They saw I clearly wasn't drunk and I clearly was driving fine. They reactivated that. Hey, let me let me ask you something, Zach. Would would this passenger? Were they, did they have an issue with you, or did this just come as a complete surprise? Uh, I have an idea of which passenger it was, but they don't tell you which. Okay. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, to you know to to keep everything anonymous and whatnot. Um, they were they just seemed in a in a foul mood, huh. and a lot of and I've. Yeah, you know, I've gone online and I've looked up, you know, why people complain and why people make false claims. And a lot of times people are just trying to get free rides. So yeah, which at, at, uh, at the cost of your way yeah. of earning money, which is the, the, the uh. a complete dick move. Mm-hmm. So so with this in the camera configuration understanding, you have a you have you have a camera facing forward as well as one back into the car? Yeah, so my camera has two. 
Okay. So I've got one facing in front of me, and I've got one looking inside the car. And I, it, it, I, I think since I've gotten the dash cam, I've had less uh, complaints and less issues because some people, like I said, will complain, try to get you know their money back or something like that. So this kind of cuts down just in, on its mere presence that, you know, people aren't going to give me trouble. And then it's also a safety thing. It, you know, someone could rob me. Yes, yeah. you know, yes. Someone could really mess me up. Yep. But I've got dash cam in the car, so people are already like, all right, this guy's got me on film. I probably shouldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Uh, to me also if you're if you're a, a passenger, I to me that also shows that the person's taking security steps that they're probably a more cautious driver and, and, and more aware of doing things by the book. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All, All right. right. Interesting. Cool. All right. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it, man. No problem, guys. Take right, care. We'll see you. Uh, here, Zoe had one where uh, it saved her ass one time, but it, she didn't even have the camera. Hi, Zoe. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Preston. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? <laughs> What's up, Zoe? <laughs> What's up, guys? So I got hit and run over by a car on the Ben Franklin Bridge. Oh, my God. Hit what? and run over by a car? By, uh, so I got I got rear-ended at the light, right at Franklin, you know, right at the light where you're at the bottom of the bridge on okay. the Pennsylvania side. Yeah. And it, it was the red light, and she just slammed into the back of me, and I was like, what the? And I jumped out of the car, and I maybe said some things to her, and she didn't like it, and so... It was bumper to bumper. She had nowhere to go. As soon as the light changed, she couldn't get around me, so she just drove over me and what? left me on the bridge. Thankfully, I didn't even have a dash cam, but a box truck who was two cars behind her got the whole thing on camera, license plate, went to the police, with, waited with me for the ambulance, went to the police, Wow. picked her up two hours later. Uh, so, uh, what a what a godsend because you know, uh, so I uh, talking about like the rain cameras and things like that, security cameras around the house. There's been a couple of incidents where I've been able to help neighbors, you know, get this stuff. That otherwise, I mean, if if you didn't have that camera, Zoe, it, it, you know, again, as, as people say, it's one word against the other person's word, and you don't know exactly what happened. It was right there, Zoe. A couple of questions. Number one, were you hurt bad? Yes, uh, I'm still technically in recovery. Oh my god! I lifelong injuries to my back. Oh Jesus! Uh, All right, and then when did you ever face this woman in court? Oh, well, it's funny because we're friends of friends on Facebook. She's an attorney. <sighs> she's an attorney, and she drove she over. She was you. an attorney. She's, she's going to jail, attorney. right? She's an no. You know what? did not go to jail. It's so messed up that Delaware River Port Authority takes over when you're on the bridge. There's no, technically Philadelphia police don't have that jurisdiction. Neither do New Jersey. It's Port Authority. So, it's, it's really messed up. It's, it's so messed up. The case went for years, but I got paid, thank God, because there's just, there was no disputing it. What not the hell? She was a lawyer. How can this... Oh, and not to mention she owns. I didn't <laughs> so, hear. Uh, so, okay. All right. Interesting. All right. Thank you, Zoe. That's crazy. Okay, no That's problem. wild, man. A hit and run. Well, thank God there was the camera. Uh, two cars back. So that's another thing. You can also assist if you've got one of these. Yeah, I mean, happens. you would have been, 
again, in multiple cases, we've heard you've been, especially just that thing that that lousy move of going and I've heard it before, about it before, Casey, about yeah. jumping up on the car and claiming you were hit. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a scam as old as it gets, and yet it still works. <laughs> yeah, my friend is a uh, police officer, and they were doing a like an emergency drill. And so they had like um like a septa bus, an old septa bus that they like flipped over to its side, and and so this is like a training exercise for the emergency responders. And somebody had happened to cross this, thought that it was an active um, crash scene, and ended up laying down, <laughs> acting as if they were one of the victims oh, that was no. on the bus. Oh Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you mentioned this. Yes. It's insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I hurt so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, All right, well, anyhow, it's something I want to look into. I need to, I, I definitely would like to, to get the dash cams. Uh, speaking of the cameras, though, um, they are, they're putting them up in work zones. PennDOT is. And these are, you know, uh, speeding cameras. They're they're, they're going to make sure that you're not speeding through uh, these marked areas. And uh, I've got a couple of locations where there are. There are five work zones with cameras that are going to be used right now. Berks County, uh, I-78 between mile markers 35 and 43 in Bucks County, uh, Route 1 at uh, 276. Where 276 and wait, 276 is the turnpike. Turnpike, right? yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a Turn- lot of construction right there. So the turnpike and Route One, that whole mm-hmm. yeah, 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 dude, they There's- completely coming back from parks. I they know, yeah, totally. Preston. I got turned around. Yeah, yeah. it you know was the- like an MC Escher painting. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where am I going? Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, though, what they're doing that merge oh, off of the horrible. turnpike to, to Route One was, I mean, it was horrible. scary. So what they're doing is, uh, I think, going to be, you know, a lot better Agreed. in the end. It's one of the the main reasons I never liked going over that way because yeah. of how poorly designed yeah. that those those mergers are. So all right, so there's there's a uh, uh, cameras in there in Monaco, uh, uh, 476 between mile markers 31 and 38. That'd be on so, your stretch or just north, right? So, like, well, it's, heading up to uh, Quakertown. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. all that construction going on up there. That's correct because I'm around mile marker 30, so it's 31 and 38. Uh, and then on Route 1 in Philly uh, at uh, Wayne Avenue Viaduct. On the boulevard. Oh, okay. All right, so that's... Um, those are the locations. So if you're well, driving along and yeah. you see in your rearview mirror a porta potty with the lights on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch out. No, but they're going to be speed cameras, so you d- you got to watch it because your first offense, you get a warning letter. Second offense, seventy five dollar fine. Third offense, hundred fifty dollar fine, and possibly beyond. So uh, it can be pretty steep. All right, uh, let's take a break. We're going to talk to actor Joe Montaigne in a little while, and also your chance to win 500 bucks with a watch and win with the Dr. Oz Show. That's coming up at 9.30. Uh, we'll return with those things and more when we get back. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Noticed a couple things. Yes, oh! I did. I have... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, he's returned. Put on my, I put on my mask. Oh, God. Okay. He notices things that you don't want to, things that you don't have to notice across a field down a dark alley. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the noticer. All right. Uh, I noticed this, and it would be so wonderful. It's never, ever, ever going to happen in this country we live in. Uh, but Finland's Prime Minister, Sana Marin, 
has overhauled the work week there by introducing a four-day work week comprised of six-hour days. What? Yeah, six-hour days, four days a week. Wait, they're only working 24 hours a week? Yeah, so, but, but listen to this. She cites allowing workers to spend more time with family and enjoy their lives, uh, culture and hobbies, and the re- as the reason for the change. And up until now, the work week was five days a week, eight eight hours a day, same, yeah. same as here, yeah. which is the standard, although a lot of people work more than eight hours a week sure, sure. or eight hours a day. Uh, but Sweden underwent a similar trial in 2015, found that working only six hours a day increased productivity. In November, Microsoft Japan introduced a three-day weekend for employees, and productivity went up by almost 40 percent. No way. Because people work harder while they're there. I guess. Instead I don't of dawdling and, and wasting time. But you've got a few case examples of this type of thing working. Yeah. You know? Why are you exhaling over there, Steve? Because I, it, it seems so good. Uh, it does, doesn't it? And, and I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. It, Not- does, it does make sense because a lot of times in the course of a day, you yeah. know, uh, in other words, how much actual productive work time is... is engaged in during the course of an eight-hour day, all right? So you have your lunch. You take an hour for lunch and then other stuff. And times when you're just doing your deal, if you were motivated, and the trick is to be motivated to go in, and you're going to do six hours, and you're going to, but you're going to work, yeah. and you're going to really get stuff productive, my guess is also you might be prompted to take some stuff home and work from home, but at your own pace. Right. Um, you know, as but maybe to, as, you're more likely to to fill those six hours and work if you know that if you don't get it done, you, you're not getting that three day weekend. Do, do you know what I mean? So if it, yeah. if it is is reduced, you're going to work harder to make sure you can have those days off. But there's so many different kinds of jobs, and that's the thing. You that's know? I mean, the key is, and what what jobs require certain things. There are certain things that just require you to be on site. It's like if you're if you're a uh, um, uh, 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 you know, a guard at a place. Yeah. You, you know, you've got to be there when you've got to be there. Or if you're an, assem- if you're an assembly line worker, yeah. it's like it's moving. You you, you yeah. do not stop. Unless you can have the conveyor belt run through your house, right? If, if unless you've got you know mandated breaks, sure. that's when you take a break. But otherwise, you're not. You you don't have idle time. You're working the whole time, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I I really do wonder how uh, how long is how long has this calendar been going on. Two thousand years, the three years. No, what, the, the Gregorian. Eight, hour, you know, eight the, hour day. Oh, the calendar. Yeah, the seven day a week. How long is this? Have we been going by the seven day a week thing? Because we talked about this a while back, and we made up uh, a new month. Yeah, March. Uh, March was a new month. Right. February and March. Right, right. Because do you March. do you foresee us ever? Eight months. Well, ever having a, a different looking work week? Like, could we add? Just you still have your three. You, you can't get. You can't get by the fact that there are 365 days in a year. You know, that's just how long it takes the earth to go around the sun. So that's never going to change. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell could you, you Could you add another day to the week so you so you have a three-day work week, a uh, three-day weekend, and you still have a five-day work no, week? No, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Can't, why can't you do I that? I think what's going to happen is because of the way things change work-wise. I'll, I'll tell you, like, I've had this discussion about autonomous cars and things of that nature. As we start to get there... What will the work week look like when your car is driving you autonomously to work and you can sit in the car and work? Or in other words, yeah. how much about you know how much work is already shifting a lot to the home? I think that's what's going to change the complexion of the work week sooner than this stuff. Fifteen years ago, I had a friend uh, who had a job here in Philadelphia and uh, wanted to live in Colorado, and he works in the tech industry. And his boss said, "Yes, you yeah. can do that." 
And to me, that was shocking. Now, that's not at all shocking. No. People, you know, we talked about the van there, people, who uh, where she has a job in her van, and she can work remotely. Occasionally, a few times a year, she has to go in the she's office. She's a scientist. She's working out of the van. And she works out of the van. Yeah. My, my brother, uh, Adam, lives in uh, Virginia. His entire family moved to Southern Virginia. He can now do some of his job, which is in Arlington, Virginia, from Southern Virginia. So this this ability to work from wherever you are is, is increasing, right? So the amount of work that's being done isn't going down at all. And the ability to work from wherever you can is going up. So people, so all that really matters at the end of the day is that you're getting the work done. If that's it, it. A, a good boss will look at you as an employee and say, are you getting the work done? Um, and, and if so, you can do it from wherever you want. And, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Steve. I'm assuming this story, it's from Finland's prime minister. I'm assuming that's government workers because that's what I'm assuming. You too, can't mandate. You, you can't make, you know, you can't. Right. What the private. But that's probably uh, something that would be. It says here the entire country in a four day work week. Wow. Okay. And, well, and Finland and Scandinavian countries are different than yeah other places. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, the sun never sets. Uh, well, sometimes in the yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me Preston go. Preston went, went there once and yeah, didn't even know it. Drank till midnight. <laughs> and I'm like, it's still light out. It's still. It's gotta be. Where did you go, Penny Pie? Let me go to uh, Dan because he works a government job. Hi, Dan. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey guys. Good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, Woo. man. What's up, buddy? Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to chime in. I also. Uh, I do work for the government, yeah, and they allow different comprised work schedules. So I do work a four, ten-hour day work week. So I have my three-day weekend. I have Fridays off, which is pretty cool, um, yeah. unless I'm working overtime or anything. But so yeah, I still get the three days off, and I get the forty hours in. So. Do you mind? Do you mind working ten-hour days? No, it takes a little getting used to in the beginning, but now. Ten-hour days is, is just like a regular eight-hour day to me. So if I ever mm. do work an eight-hour day, it's kind of like a half day to me. If you I don't know if I'd want to do a ten-hour work day. Okay, well, well take, the, take the converse situation then, Dan. Would would could you you think if you were if you were given a um, okay? So what what were you talking? We we're talking twenty-four hours. Was that was that was that the model that we're talking about in Finland? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four hour work week. Could you achieve everything you needed to if you knew that? You were getting that additional time off, but that you had 24 hours. Could you complete what you needed to complete during that schedule you currently have in that time? Yeah, because, you know, especially with the work that I do, you know, you, you have a certain, you have a queue, you have a work queue, and you have a certain amount of work that you have to accomplish. So, I mean, if you get it done in, you know, eight hours, you get it done in eight hours, you know. I mean, obviously, you could always take on more work. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if if you're... I think if you, you, you get used to it. You know, yeah, you definitely get used to it. I think right? nurses work three twelve-hour day shifts. That yeah. kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, my my. So my brother's a police officer, and and he's you know they 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 have different schedules. You know, a couple of days on, a couple of days off, and yeah. and all of this stuff. It, it's it's what they do become used to. Again, it, it's how. Uh, what the, what Joe? Thanks, I'm, I'm hearing from you, Preston, and what the the data shows is that on their the productivity skips up because they are perhaps more rested, more engaged, or more interested in, in completing the work. They know they have a set time. That's it, what I haven't seen. It, I haven't it, seen why, why, yeah. with, why with, with the direct, why it's more productive, why right. productivity has gone up, yeah. So I had a cousin who worked for um, a European company. She was here. She was based in the United States. She was, she was based in this area, but her company was out of Europe. I forget exactly where, but they worked um, a nine-month year, so she could take three months' worth of vacation, um, and they could take it all together if they wanted to. You know, like like she took a full month, and they went over to Europe, and they spent a month in Europe. Uh, and then, But same thing. She also, uh, I believe it was a shortened work week. I don't remember exactly. Exactly, if she did ten hours or twelve hours or what she did, but um, she definitely didn't work Monday through Friday, and she said it was amazing. You know, it, it t- 
took some getting used to because her former, you know, her job prior to that was, you know, five days a week, Monday through Friday. So it took some getting used to, but she loved it. Yeah, and our our relatives in Sweden are the same way. They're like they'll they'll take a month long vacation. Yeah, a month long vacation. I can't even imagine. It'd be phenomenal. And you can make your own hours when you're when you're like a hooker. Yeah. You know, and you sure. can, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some money. Yeah. By and the she, way, some of this Finland stuff is not entirely accurate. They, okay. they updated it today. Um, so it, they were exploring it in August, but uh, it's not really on the agenda for getting done. So there was an update on Bloom, Bloomberg News this morning. I mean, I've been sold a bag of well, not BS. Plymouth Rock landed on you. Yeah, man. This was just an idea that was floated when she was running. Now she's actually the prime minister, and it's not on the agenda to, to get done. In fact, she All wants right. to expand the work week till Saturday. Well, I tell you what. Well, uh, I noticed something else, and it ties right into something. You noticed something, but it wasn't really what well, I thought it was initially. It ties into something you said, Mr. Announcer. Thank you. Uh, this is a, a group of lawmakers has introduced a bill for the 2020 session that would decriminalize sex work in the state of Vermont. Huh. Uh, the bill, only four pages long, would simply repeal current sex work statutes prohibiting the act. Human trafficking and the sale of sex that is coerced in any form would still be illegal under the legislation. Uh, but it would decriminalize the sale of sex between two consenting adults. Uh, Representative Celine Colburn uh, said that she introduced the bill primarily to protect sex workers from the risks inherent in the illicit profession. Research has shown that where sex works sex work is criminalized sex workers experience higher far higher rates of sexual and physical violence from their clients and abuse from law enforcement by decriminalizing sex work uh, the act wouldn't become a legal regulated market colburn explained simply sex work would not be illegal in the state so charges would not be brought against the sex worker or the person paying for sex and this is a step that Colburn wants to make because she doesn't view sex work as a public safety threat. See, I exhaled on that one too. Because uh, here, here's here's uh, do 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 they routinely is it is this like a real low level offense right now? In other words, like, I don't know like here in Philadelphia, it, it depends because there'll be stings that happen, right? right. And all of a sudden, it gets on somebody's agenda where they have to get busted, and they'll go out and they'll make uh, arrests where they can because they know that they can. Um, but the destigmatization of sex workers, I think, is an important thing. But I think Steve's question is: is besides the public shaming and, and the trouble you might get in that regard, what's the actual legal issues that you right. face if you're busted? Say you're a John, yeah, uh, and you're busted with a prostitute. <clears throat> do you do jail time? What kind of a fine? Do you go to jail? Do you? Yeah. What? It, what? It, I don't know. What I it think entails. it seems to be pretty low. Slap on the wrist, and you're in, and you're out. Because okay. I was watching a documentary, actually, which you can pay for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, please. Yeah. Can you spank my ass instead? Slap. Um, and- yes. Yeah. <laughs> that finger looks a little uh, free. Uh, I was watching a, a, a documentary last night on on the cartels and human trafficking, and the human trafficking and the sex trafficking yeah. in particular has is neck and neck, and has actually eclipsed drugs for them. The amount of money to be made off of you, it, it is crazy what's going on in Mexico and to that level. It's it's wild. So I, I don't know. It's uh, you know. I, I would like to work 24 hours if we could. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm going to split that up into Listen, two 12-hour days. Yeah, if you had the option, yeah. if, if, we if it was placed on the ballot, <laughs> sex, you know, paid for sex or a four-day work week. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Going four day work week. Yeah, there you that's go. Yeah. When the whores come that's in. That's when yeah. the whores come in. Uh, while conversations about decriminalizing sex work in the United States are picking up steam, only some states have introduced legislation considering the idea. If passed, Vermont would become the first state in the nation to decriminalize sex work. Well, they lead the nation in maple syrup. Uh, I know that. Ne- Nevada, by the way, Nevada, by the way, is the only state in the nation where a few counties have legalized sex work. It's technically not a statewide. Yeah, it's oh, not Vegas. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's illegal in Vegas. So is they it can, like Vegas? They can advertise it in Vegas, but you can actually uh, have yep. sex acts uh, legally in oh, Vegas. Oh, get out. I didn't yeah. know that. See, yeah. I just thought. And so, wait, where's the Bunny Ranch at then? Outside. Hey, it's outside of Vegas. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my fr- I told you, my friend went a couple yeah. times to it, and uh, uh, it's, it's a pricey option. It's in Carson City, right? I don't know. I'll look it up. It's in uh, Johnny Carson City. Uh. <laughs> I just, whatever they can do to cut down on sex trafficking... You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. You oh, know? it's like, I mean, if, if if they just, and I'm not, I'm just saying, if if legalization of prostitution, uh, if that happened countrywide, and that in turn got rid of sex tra- trafficking, then like I'm all for it. Have a have a you know a whorehouse in in every county on every corner. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I promise you a whole house on every... A chicken in every pot and a whole house on every corner. Casey's running for office. (laughs) Progress is his middle name. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you today. We will have a whole house on every corner. Casey, Casey, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be known as the whole house president. (laughs) By the way, the... The Moonlight Bunny Ranch is in Carson City. Yeah, which is the capital of the state. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, so it'd be like having a whorehouse in Harrisburg. Wow. And a whorehouse on every corner. And in Harrisburg. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Question, Casey. Programming question. As we are approaching 9.30, do we break now or do do we stick around and... Do the Doctor Oz thing and talk to Joe Montaigne. What do we get? What do we got to do here? Man, I, I'm I'm really torn on this one. Uh, I think we should let's let's ask the Doctor Oz question now. Uh, I don't know. No, I can't do that till nine thirty. Mm, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I promised people that it was going to be at nine thirty. That means nine thirty well, or or later. We've got four minutes. Let's solve the sex trafficking issue and then move on. Why? Well, no, I have some other stories, and that's why. You I, know what? Right. Let's. Uh, I got an idea. Uh, why don't we take a break and come back? Okay. All right. Let's do that. How about that. World Hunger? All right. That's, <laughs> we are not going to play a song on the other end of this. So. Man, I only got to notice two things. Oh, yeah, that's all well, right. Well, I have other things. Well, now we have three minutes. We'll notice them <laughs> later. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a second. But when we return, if you did happen to watch the Dr. Oz show yesterday, your opportunity to win $500 with a question that will ask about that show. So we'll come back. And uh, actor John Montana, who's great, he'll be on. We'll be back in just a moment. Happy New Year. It's great when people wish you a Happy New Year, right? Happy New Year to you! Well, MMR wishes you an Happy New Year and invites you to download the latest version of the MMR app. It keeps you up to date with everything that rocks and allows you to take MMR along wherever travels in the New Year may lead. It's easy to use, as well as Apple CarPlay and Android Auto compatible. And of course, it's free. Whether it's older software or you got a brand new phone, get the latest version of the MMR app on Google Play or the iTunes Store. Or text APP to 39333. Message and data rates may apply. So, Happy New Year from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we got to get right back into things. Uh, Two things I want to do here. 
I want to get our guest on, but first I have to do this. We had mentioned we have a watch and win. We do. With uh, our buddy Dr. Oz. So, essentially, you watch the show. The next day, we have a question about that show. We're going to give away $500 for the correct answer. And I'll take the, we'll start with the eighth caller. Okay, we'll start with caller number eight and see if we can get an answer to this question. On yesterday's show, Dr. Oz talks about his brand new health plan for 2020 called System 20. The cornerstone of this plan is intermittent fasting. And on the System 20 plan, your last meal of the day should end by 7 p.m. What time should you eat again the next day? All right, what time should you wait until you eat again the next day? 215-263-WMMR. Do I give them the... It says multiple choice here. Do I give them a multiple choice? No. You, you no. can. You can. No. Do you want to be generous or do you yeah, want to really put them to task? No, I'm going to put them to task. Let's see if they know the answer. For 500 bucks? 215-263-WMMR. Uh, let's see if you know the answer. Maybe our guest knows the answer. I don't he know. Probably he's does. a huge Dr. Oz fan. Might be a doctor himself. He's been on Criminal Minds for 15 years, he's so 15 must, seasons. Must have picked up something. It's their final season. Yeah, it's not a doctor show, though. I know, but, but it's a procedural. Do, they interact with doctors right. from time to time, sure so maybe do. he knows that. I'm going to shut up now, <laughs> and I'm going to welcome actor Joe Montaigne Yay! to the show. Good morning, Joe. Whenever damn time you feel like. $500. There's a logical take on how many times you should eat and when you should eat. <laughs> For Joe. Uh, hey, man, congratulations. It's the final season of Criminal Minds. Has to be bittersweet, of course. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously, it's been a tremendous ride. We've, we've become very close, everybody, cast, crew, and everyone. But, you know, everything comes to an end, and uh, I, I'm glad we had the ride that we did. Is this the longest gig you've ever had, longest consistent job? I, the only the only one that comes close or actually exceeds it is The Simpsons. I've been playing Fat Tony for thirty years, yeah. And so, uh, but that you know that's sporadic. In other words, I go in maybe once or twice uh, a season, and I'm not always there with the whole cast, and so it's a little different. But in terms of continual, you know, working pretty much every day and seeing everybody all the time. Yeah, this this has certainly been the longest run I've had. Yeah. That that has to be a special bond. I've always thought that, like uh, you know, uh, when you're part of a, a stage play or something like that, there's there's got to be a real familial sense. And and then to be with these people and, and doing this, uh, you know, uh, again, as you said, it's, it's it's bittersweet. But so as you start to know that this is wrapping up. Um, you know, you, you have been a, I consider, you know, you, you've done leads as well, but you're a character actor. Uh, you, your ability to do all these different things is there. What, what, what are in the, what's in the plan for you after this? I mean, you know, what, what are you going to take a breather? Cause it's, it's been a long run. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I've never been a planner in that sense. In my, in my entire career, it's been one of those things where I, I know I, I'm fortunate to really love what I do. Right. And, and and I've just been kind of doing it ever since, you know, I started getting involved with it late in high school. And so it's one of those things that you just you kind of keep yourself in the game, you keep at it, and then a door opens and you and, and you get it, you kind of peek through it. And if the opportunity is there, you, you, you try it out and there, you know, one thing leads to another. So it's that kind of thing. I've never been that person to say, okay, now I'm going to try to do this next and that next or this next. You know, it just kind of things happen. It's, the criminal minds happen that way. I mean, I get a phone call on one day that's saying, you know, look, they're looking for, a, you know, Mandy Patinkin has decided to leave the show. Mm-hmm. They're looking for somebody to come in. Your name came up. They want to meet with you. And next thing I know, for the next 13 seasons, I'm doing this, <laughs> this, this show. You know? Yeah. 
Um, you know, Joe, Steve, and I, have, and and actually the whole cast here on our, on our show has had the, the 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 opportunity to do a couple TV shows. Specifically, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. We have a connection and friends in that program. And it seems to me, and I'm curious if you can corroborate this. It seems to to our limited experience that the people that know more of of anyone and everyone and all that's going on on television shows are the hair and makeup people. Oh, without without <laughs> right. <laughs> I, that's the impression that I got because they 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 sit down. Everybody goes through them, and I think they know more gossip about anybody than than anyone else that works oh, yeah. in those programs. Oh yeah, and I would think on a lot of programs, the, 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 the drama is better in the makeup and hair trailer <laughs> than in front of the cameras. You know, so I mean, I always said that 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 should be the show. Sometimes is what they're doing in there, but uh, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, exactly. But there's a ton of behind the scenes people for a show that's been going on for 15 years, and I'm sure have been there since day one. That that won't get the um, the recognition that you and and that you know the faces of the show get. You know. Yeah, well, that's the nature of the business. Yeah. You know, it's a public profes- profession for some of us in it, and it's not for the others. But it's there's everybody's. To me, every job is just as important. So it's just it's all when it works. It, there's a reason it works, and and it's because everybody's doing their job well. You know, it's it's an interesting thing about these procedural shows that they they, you, they just suck you in, and there's something about them. I mean, we're all fascinated with the process of of you know uh, acquiring this information, and and it's it's a formula that works. Were you a fan of this? A type of show prior to joining the show, you know, actually not, and and and, and still not in the sense that <laughs> I'm, I, but that, but I, I don't watch a lot of that kind of television. Period. I mean, I mainly watch like uh, the National Geographic station and sports <laughs> and stuff. Like that. But it's, uh, to me, it's like Busman's Holiday. I don't watch a lot of movies or television in that respect. But yet, I totally understand it when I'm doing it, and and I, I get engrossed in the process and what the shows are about. But I'm, I'm, but, but I'm always amazed like when I get the letters from the fans who are really, really into it, and I appreciate that. In other words, it's just, it, but it's just a matter of taste. It's like when somebody's saying, well, look, I love chocolate ice cream. I just don't you know, yeah. I'd you know, rather not have the vanilla, but, and that's fine. You know, but, but, uh, so, no, it wasn't like I, I was like addicted to all these procedural kind of shows or shows that have you know, long runs like that, but that's me, you know. Well, let me let me ask you because you are uh, you brought up the Fat Tony uh, character from The Simpsons. You are really adept at comedy. Uh, you know uh, that I would personally, I would love to see you go into something like that, something like on on a Netflix or a, you know uh, something that can allow you to to to, to uh, flex those muscles. Are would that entice you? Do you like the comedy stuff uh, equally? Oh yeah, I love it. I mean, you know, I did movies like Airheads and Baby's Day Out and. You know other things that were more com- comic oriented and uh, the money but pit. But again, it's like whatever. Yeah, money pit. So whatever, where, where, like I say, whatever <laughs> door opens, you take the cards that you're dealt and you, and, and you go with it. But uh, so we'll see. I mean, like I say, I uh, I've got a couple of things, possibility of things out there. I, I did shoot a pilot for uh, uh, that we're waiting to hear on. I'm supposed to direct something in the spring. So you know, you, you just you. you I've had a pretty blessed life. I've been able to kind of make a pretty good living doing what I love to do. So that, that puts me, you know, ahead of the game. I have to ask you for the money pit, the character you play, the contractor. Had you encountered a contractor like that in your own life? or did you, <laughs> Because it's as spot on as you can get. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I've, I've had pretty good luck with contractors. In fact, my assistant, who I've had for like 18 years, was a former contractor. So, so uh, I've, had, I've had actually good uh, good luck with contractors. But I can relate to it. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely can relate to guys like like Art Shirk. Uh, Joe, I don't know if this is the case every time, but uh, Nick here in our studio pulled up your IMDb page, and next to your picture, you had mentioned this. It's it, it. I guess this represents your body of work. It's the trailer for Baby's Day Out. Is right next. It's the first thing that comes up. So. I love that movie. It's that, a great that, movie. That, that movie is to me is is sort of a a Looney Tunes cartoon realized, and and it's uh it's it's got a good heart and it's fun. I kid you not. It's referenced. That and we play many drops of you as as Fat Tony, uh, but uh, uh, the it's a fun movie. What 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 do you get recognized for that surprises you the most? Well, it's usually interesting. It usually depends on the type of person. Like in other words, I see a guy kind of approach me, and he's got like I mean, it looks like he stepped out of the sixties. I mean, it's going to be a guy saying, "Hey, man, airheads," you know. I love yeah. that, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> airheads, yeah. And then when I'm at the airport or something, you might you might I might hear the baggage handler guys yelling, "Hey, Joey Zaza," you know, from Godfather Three or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So it really depends what, what you know what 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 crowd I'm around or something like that and what age group it is you know. Well, but, uh, I, I might be I might be showing my age here. But earlier in the interview, when you had said that you like watching National Geographic and and you're you like watching sports, I was like, wait a second, you were a super fan uh, in one of the Saturday Night Live episodes, were you not? Did you not play I, one I, of the Thub Bears? I, I was the original. In you fact, were the original. Were- yeah, they wrote the skit for me because I was, you know, I was from Chicago. Uh, I was hosting Saturday Night Live, and so uh, Robert Smigel, who wrote the skit, came up with this idea of, you know, dub bears. So I did the original one, and thinking, okay, it'd be fun. It was about Chicago and the Bears and Joe's from Chicago, and then I think it, it because it took off. To such, I mean, the, the response on it. I guess the next day in Chicago, they ran that thing on the radio like 24 hours. <laughs> uh, George Went hosted the show a couple weeks later, and so they made George my brother. And so I was like Bill Swirsky, he became Bob Swirsky type of thing. And so that George did it numerous times. And they would always ask me to fly in to do it. And I said, look, guys, I can't keep flying to New York every week to do to do the skit. But I did wind up doing it one more time with George and uh, I think Danny DeVito. Nice. And, uh, so, yeah, we did, we, and, and actually there was a movie written uh, about it. But, but uh, when Chris Farley passed away, that, that, the, the, uh, the, college, the movie yeah. idea kind of went south. Ah. But, uh, it was well, a lot of fun. It stuck for a while. As has uh, Chronal Minds, of course. So uh, we know you got to run, but uh, it's tomorrow night. Uh, the new season kicks off, two episodes back to back. So this is it, though, and a lot of cool guest uh, appearances happening this season and stuff. So you should, everybody should tune into that. Uh, Joe, it's always great to have you on. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you down the road, okay? My pleasure. Take, right, take care. care. Joe Montaigne. Yay! Yeah, he's great, man. He is. Love him. Um, all right. Oh, we skipped traffic. Let oh, us no! do that now. NJM Insurance Group Traffic. Kathy, what's going on? Wait, this is a bizarre What's happening? Uh, we need music. Go ahead. What's okay. going on, Kathy? 95 northbound. We've got stop traffic between Bridge Street and Cotman Avenue, and that's because of an overturned vehicle. Two left lanes are blocked southbound. Heavy from the Betsy Ross Bridge through to Girard. Once you get to the Vine, westbound, that's slowing 95 to Broad Street, the Ben Franklin Parkway, to the Schuylkill eastbound from the Ben Franklin Parkway to Broad Street. Blue Route northbound jams McDade Boulevard to Route 1 southbound, Route 1 to Media, McDade to 95 east on the Schuylkill, slowing the Blue Route to Belmont, and then heavy the Boulevard into Spring Garden westbound jams Vare Avenue to South Street, the Boulevard to Belmont, slow again from the curve to 
Gulf Mills. 309 in both directions at Unionville Pike. This is in Hatfield. There's construction work there, so there's lane closures. And then uh, we've got the off-ramp closed on 55 northbound. If you're getting off at Route 47, well, you can't. The off-ramp is closed because of an accident. This traffic report brought to you by Allstate. If you haven't quoted Allstate lately, it's the perfect time. Now Allstate has new lower auto rates. Call a local Allstate agent today and get a quote now. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's get those stories to you in the bizarre file form. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Let's see what we got here, gang. We'll start with a 42-year-old Mansfield Township woman is in hot water after cashing a check that she believed was sent to her by New Kids on the Block boy band member Jordan Knight. (laughs) Out of the blue? Well, Cynthia Salvador said she received a phone call from someone who said that uh, she had, had introduced himself as Jordan Knight from New Kids on the Block and said he wanted to send her a $2,700 check to a check to cash and then send the money to a charity in Nigeria. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. That's so, so nice of Jordan Knight. That's a 27 to, to help out the people of Nigeria the way that band does. He's a giver. It's inspiring. Salvadori received the check and cashed it at Anderson Cash Checking, and she deposited $2,000 into an account at a bank and purchased $700 in gift cards which those accounts were given to him, police said. Police responded to Anderson cash checking in reference to a fraudulent check, and uh, through an investigation, it was determined that uh, Salvadori was scammed. So, no! Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't wasn't really Jordan Knight from New Kids on the Block. By the way, I got two calls last week uh, that I had won Publishers Clearinghouse for like $4 million. Wow. Uh, and I have a claim code. That's $8 million. That's like, yeah. I mean, should I call them back? Yes! Okay, all right. Kidding me? Please. Uh, a, all right, uh, Kathy covered this in news, but that was a few hours ago, so I'm going to get to this. A Walmart in Pennsylvania is facing a bed bug infestation after someone released the parasitic insects in a man's changing room. So somebody did it on purpose. You know who did it? Uh-uh. Jordan Knight. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he's got to balance out that. Uh, Absolutely. You know, being such a great guy. A manager at the store in Edinburgh found a closed pill bottle with live bugs crawling inside and reported it to the authorities, police said in a release. The bottle was found inside a boy's jacket, which was for sale. Uh, the health safety company Ecolab confirmed that the insects were bed bugs. An Ecolab employee also reported seeing bed bugs crawling around the men's changing rooms the same day. Did they get into a fight with the bed bugs that were already there? Uh, that, that usually happens at Walmart, right? <laughs> a Walmart employee later found a second closed pill bottle containing dead bed bugs in the men's department. So they're investigating. They're trying to find out what happened there. A South Carolina prison escapee was back behind bars on New Year's Day after spending 40 years on the lam. Wow. Wow. Jose Romero was part of a prison work crew when he took off on December 13th, 1979, with seven years to go on an 18-year-old prison sentence for armed robbery. Uh, He was apprehended Wednesday in Dover, Delaware, where he was living under the name Arnaldo Figueroa. And uh, he became a fugitive when he was 24. His eventual undoing was December 28th. It was an arrest for public intoxication and trespassing in Dover. Police processed the case under his assumed name. His proof of identity was an identification card from the Delaware Department of Motor Vehicles that had been issued to Arnaldo Figueroa. But police also took his fingerprints, which came back two days later after the uh, the arrest uh 
to uh, to arrest Romero, who was wanted uh, a wanted subject out of South Carolina. Wouldn't you turn your life around and just? I mean, come on! Well, I yeah. mean, for forty years you did 40, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so into a party. <laughs> Police said officers took Romero into custody Wednesday morning after seeing him as a uh, they drove him around looking for him. And uh, back in the custody of the South Carolina Department of Corrections, he will have to complete his original sentence plus serve more time for escaping. Sentence. How much did they tag on, did they say? They didn't say. Uh, I'm yeah. not really sure. Yeah. Uh, a San Jose couple returned to their home Thursday night to discover that someone had been in their backyard apparently to steal water from them. What Lori Kamal and her husband discovered was a series of connected hoses running from their backyard for about a half mile oh my God. toward an encampment. Wow. And there were, she said there were some homeless that had uh, pulled water by using their water hose. They pulled it up to the creek for a half mile, extracting water from our residents. They had a half mile long hose? Uh, they connected. Okay. Uh, yeah. There were a series of them connected together. Kamal said that uh, she was very upset that someone had been in their backyard while their young teenage daughter was home alone. Kamal said she also found an electrical extension cord and believes that the thieves may have been planning to steal her electricity, too. Uh, Kamal said that when she posted about the issue on Nextdoor, several other neighbors said that they had similar problems. Uh, Kamal called police but said that they told her that without a suspect, there really wasn't much that they could do about it. A woman is suing TripAdvisor after a runaway camel tossed her to the ground during a tour in Morocco. <laughs> I don't think it's TripAdvisor's fault. I think so either. Yeah. Brianne Ayala is accusing Massachusetts-based TripAdvisor and its subsidiary, Viator, of negligence and breach of contract for failing to ensure that the camel tour company was operating safely. <laughs> Ayala, who is from New Jersey, and her family... Uh, booked a Sunset Camel Tour in Morocco through Viator. Mm, sunset Camel Tours. Ayala claims that uh, she and her family did not receive a safety briefing before the tour. And during the tour, one of the handlers told Ayala that the camel that she was riding was pregnant and was about a month away from giving birth. The camel ran off from the caravan, causing Ayala to fall off and break her arm. The handlers waited to call an ambulance until the tour company owner arrived about an hour later. Ayala underwent... What do you want? Ayala underwent surgery in Morocco and was hospitalized for two days. It's a camel. Her attorney said what was supposed to happen didn't happen, and I don't think you can say it was uh, that it's at your own risk too bad. You can't say that. So, anyhow. Uh, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre <laughs> file for now. Sunset. Camel sunset. Oh, I'm on a romantic sunset camel tour. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. Oh, no, we're not. No, no we are no. not. We're going to find out who knows the answer to the question. I should have done this before the bizarre file, and I'm sorry you held on so long. Uh, But we had a question about the Dr. Oz show. Uh, Yesterday, Dr. Oz talked about his brand-new health plan for 2020 called System 20. The cornerstone of this plan is intermittent fasting. On the System 20 plan, your last meal of the day should end by 7 p.m. What time should you eat again the next day? I'm going to Eric, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Eric, how you doing? You guys rock. If I can stop laughing at you guys, I'll tell you. All right. <laughs> Do tell, sir. No, what guys, what time? If I told you what you guys covered in my lifetime today, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> oh, really? Just in today's show? Steve, I could tell you what they do for a broken right toe because I did it. And <laughs> riding a camel, I had a camel. He <laughs> on his tail and whipped my brother's leg and slides <laughs> to Philadelphia. Wow. So we're, we're, hitting all, we're hitting all the bullet points. 
and you should eat your first meal at 11 a.m. Uh, yes, he's yeah. right. <laughs> 11 a.m. is correct. Uh, Eric, you rock! I am shaking right now because this money could not have come at a better time. Oh, that's awesome! I am happy to hear that. Well, five hundred dollars in your pocket, Eric. Congratulations, buddy! You guys have a wonderful day and happy freaking New Year! (laughs) You you got it, buddy. Hang on, and we'll get your information. The happy man. You can get a daily. No, we'll do it again tomorrow. You can get a daily dose of the Doctor Oz show each day. Doctor Oz offers health tips, true crime stories, food investigations. And celebrity interviews, watch the Dr. Oz Show weekdays at 2 on Fox 29. And today, uh, the case against R. Kelly, his younger brother, speaks out about his family's abusive past on the Dr. Oz Mm -hmm. Show. Should be pretty interesting. So we'll have a question about today's program tomorrow around this time, around 930. So do watch, because just like Eric, you heard how happy he is. Easy money. can win 500 bucks. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Still got to go to winner for uh, Tattoosday, so you still got a little bit of time. Text word tattoo, 39333, and see if you can win a tattoo from our friends at world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to give away a four-pack of tickets as the Wings are facing off against the Warriors in their home opening. It's home home opener. (laughs) The home opening is on Friday at the Wells Fargo Center. So the question that I have for you this morning, when running for office, Casey's platform will include what on every corner? 215-263-WMMR. It wasn't that long ago. It was about an hour and a half ago. Uh, so let's see if you know the answer. Well, uh, Casey was running for... It wasn't an hour and a half ago. It was a half hour ago. Well, close. When, when Casey was running for mayor, are you kidding me? I swear to God. That's we, a- we have it. <laughs> we actually... Is this... Uh, Greg, Greg Monahan. Greg Monahan has made up a campaign sign for Casey already. <laughs> You're a whorehouse president. Well, all right, so you just gave away the answer. Gave away the answer. Oh, so Casey's platform will include one on every corner. Two one five two six three WMMR. Oh my God, it's this my is gift. So funny. We're gonna so well done. Do the trash while you're calling in. Yeah. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, what's up in the trash this morning, Steve? Well, the LA County DA yesterday charging Harvey Weinstein, as you said, Preston, with additional sex charges that could land him in prison for 28 years and to make matters worse, Weinstein ended up in a roadside ditch after one of the tennis balls on his walker blew out. Oh, it's horrible. Brielle Bierman from the Real Housewives of Atlanta posting pictures of Inst- on Instagram after opting to let her very large lip fillers dissolve. <laughs> Bierman says she's very happy with the results because she's always wanted a mouth labia. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, Bachelor star Peter Weber saying he has no interest in becoming a star, preferring the life of a private pilot. Weber says he loves this guy because, quote, that's where the clouds live. <laughs> that's your Hollywood show. I enjoyed watching uh, Bill shake his head when you said mouth labia. He's in the corner here in the studio. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this. Uh, when running for office, Casey's platform will include a what on every corner? 215 263 WMMR, and I'm going to go to Mark for the answer. Hey, Mark, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. All right, what does Casey want on every corner? Whorehouse. A whorehouse, yeah. yes. Yeah. Hang on, 
Barber to get your information. That's when the whores come in. All right, we're going to set you up, my friend, and they're going to give you a four-pack of tickets as the Wings face off against the Warriors. I see what you're doing here, Casey. Yeah, man. The Warriors. Bang, bang. Uh, the, they're from Vancouver, by the way, in their home opener this Friday at the Wells Fargo Center, and you can experience nonstop action, fun for the whole family, and enjoy dollar hot dogs. Uh, get tickets at wingslax.com. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. They hear a lamentation of the women. A lamentation of the women. Uh, you know what? I'm going to ask Bill if uh, we can make an announcement this morning in Music News about what you told us in the meeting. In a meeting yesterday, about an announcement coming up, or do we want to wait on that? Uh, I, or were you gonna were you gonna roll that out later? Well, the, the guy who represents Pearl Jam's label told me not to say anything about <laughs> uh, coming coming music. So the guy who represents Pearl Jam's label said, "Don't say anything about any said, new music." Yeah, That's okay. Next right. okay. You better right. listen so to that been... guy who represents Pearl Jam's label. Yeah, about yeah. Don't say anything. So yeah. I'm not going to say I'm going to abide by his wishes. Right. Okay. And as soon as we have some information, we'll pass that along. <laughs> Smart. That's why okay. you're the program director. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. You don't want to say anything about Pearl Jam's new music. That's right. actually not what I was talking about, but oh. that's okay. Oh. Were you talking <laughs> about making a concert announcement yeah. on Monday? Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. 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 Oh. No. It's even better. I'm hoping that we'll have something soon, but I don't have anything concrete. Okay. All right. Still working on getting the. MMRQ information. Out yes. There. So, all right. I, that's sure. what I was curious. I did. I, did. I whispered it. You whispered the bad word. He whispered the S word. You do work said, here, right? I just said the S word, and it was like, and I said it un, under, like I knew I was kind of getting myself in trouble by really the Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah. And I, right. and I said, oh my, oh, thank you. He you should there. go now. Oh, I know. Get out of here. Santa's going. Michael. You didn't hear it. Medication. I gotta go. Santa's gotta go. Santa's gotta go. He whispered the S word, the F word, and the N word, which was just no, no, and he's walking out of the studio. Later, Annabelle. Santa's got to go. Santa's on cold medication. I'm gonna see what Annabelle's up to. It's like Tom Hanks at the awards. Yeah, no, it's very funny. Wow, he is he is on cold meds. Red Hot Chili Peppers have been announced as one of the headliners of the 2020 Bottle Rock Festival, along with Dave Matthews Band and Stevie Nicks. This is a pretty interesting sounding lineup. Bottle Rock? Yeah, I'm not familiar. Crank it up. Uh, the event will be held May 22nd, 23rd, 24th at the Napa Valley Expo in Northern California. There's your bottle thing. Mm-hmm. Wine bottle. Other confirmed acts include of Monsters and Men, Foles, and then it says in, in in caps Billy Eilish, but it, but then it says apostrophe s brother. <laughs> so Billy Eilish's brother, collaborator, and songwriter Phineas, mm. uh, Jimmy Eat World, Milky Chance, uh, a bunch of others are on board. Inclu- even the Village people are going to perform. Wow! And Miley Cyrus, and so on and so forth. So it. Well, it spans all kinds of genres. Yeah, it sounds kind of fun. Dave Matthews has their own wine. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Maybe. Dreaming Tree is what it's called. The Chili Peppers will be performing with guitarist John Frusciante, so he will be there, uh, who's returning to huh. the band after a 10-year absence. Uh, the Los Angeles Quartet may also have a new album ready to promote, although the details of that remain uncertain for now. But it's not till May. Uh, tickets for the Bottle Rock go on sale uh, actually today. 
at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So if you are that's the other ocean taking a trip. Yep, it's over there. It's three hours from now, actually, uh, that uh, they'll go on sale. So if you're interested, go for it. Out on Tuesday today is a new book. This sounds interesting. I'd like to read this. It's called Raising Hell, Backstage Tales from Metal Legends, in which some of the genre's most celebrated musicians recall stories of debauchery, wild shenanigans, and injuries resulting from the unpredictability and chaos that follows rockers on the road. So it's an injury story. Uh, that would be very cool, yeah. yeah. Some of the I love stuff like that. Artists interviewed for the book include members of Slipknot, Stone Sour, Slayer, Suicidal Tendencies, Pantera, Judas Priest, Anthrax, Ministry, Cradle of Filth, <laughs> Megadeth, and more. Cradle of Filth? filth. Wow. Okay. Uh, and all Good evening, re- everyone. We're, we're Cradle of Filth. <laughs> Thank you for coming out to the show tonight. We have all a bunch of songs. And they're filthy. <laughs> <laughs> all... Revealing tales of sex, drugs, painful injuries, criminal activities, and a lot of other things that you're not supposed to know about. Before I, I was coming out here, and I, 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 I was reading through the, the set last night. I cut my finger. <laughs> Paper cut. <laughs> um, it was written by John Wiederhorn. Uh, co- That's a name. Co- Wiederhorn. Co-author of the popular tome, Louder Than Hell, The Definitive Oral History of Metal. So that's coming up. Hey, this is a follow-up story, something that we were curious about yesterday. Chester Bennington's widow, Talinda, has set the record straight regarding her new marriage to Los Angeles County firefighter, Michael Fredman. Uh, Contrary to previous reports, she and Fredman did not wed on New Year's Eve, uh, which is the anniversary of her 2005 marriage to Chester, but they got married on January 4th. All right. So that clears it up. again about She wrote online... With joy and love, I want to set something straight. On January 4th, I wed a wonderful man, great friend, and son this weekend. Uh, my anniversary with Chester wasn't my new wedding date. January 1st will always be the day I married Chester, and I would never paint over that day with anything else. So that's just cleared up. Marilyn Manson was joined by Linda Perry for an acoustic rendition of his Eurythmics cover, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This, on Saturday night in Los Angeles. That was at the benefit for the Art of Elysium charitable organization. Uh, the Foo Fighters. Or, yes. I mean, yeah. uh, sorry. Uh, Dave got back together with um, uh, the, the the remaining members of Nirvana. Uh, Dave Grohl did. So, yeah, Kurt uh, held out. Manson was a late addition to the show, which also included sets from uh, L7, Cheap Trick, uh, and Beck and others. So, uh, Sweet Dreams was a massive hit for Manson back in 1995, but Linda Perry got up and sang that with him. And then one last thing, after teasing it over the weekend, Ozzy Osbourne has released the official music video for the song Straight to Hell. Well, the track is the second single from Ozzy's upcoming album, Ordinary Man, which will be released later this year. Marissa and I were watching it yesterday. <laughs> Ozzy, he's just sitting down the whole is time. Is he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's just, you know, he's trying to look as menacing and, and as Ozzy-like as he can, but he doesn't move uh, from his seat. Uh, he's sitting on a bench, by the way. Uh, in the clip, he uh, finds himself in the center of an anarchist protest. Ozzy sings the song as anarchists clash with riot police all around him. Uh, there is some humor in the clip as well with protesters holding up signs like, Now you've pissed off grandma and stop premature Christmas decorating. Uh, Straight to Hell features a guest appearance from Slash and follows up the first single from Ordinary Man under the graveyard. And, of course, Ordinary Man... 
uh, is the first solo album in 10 years. It's time for me. The reckoning has come. Um, could, could you get me a pillow and uh, some English breakfast tea? <laughs> Uh, so, wait, Nick just pulled up a story. Yeah, this just uh, hot off the presses. Yes, Ozzy's working on a song with Elton John. Wow. Okay, that could wow. be interesting. Um, so apparently, Sharon talks about this on the talk, and uh, because Elton was just at the Golden Globes, and they've been referring to the Golden Globes on that show, um, she's referencing that now Ozzy's going to be working with Elton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that should be very, very interesting. Uh, wow, man, look at him. Again. So is that, that's this not now, is it? That's now. That's a bad shot. What of Ozzy? Ozzy, Jesus He's Christ! Got his eyes wide open. Yeah, yeah looks, you don't. You're not used to seeing him that way. A little bit different. I don't know if that's from the Golden Globes or not. Was Ozzy at the Golden Globes? I didn't see him there. Elton okay. looks older than that now. How old is he, Ozzy again? Seventies. I've forgotten. I don't know exactly. Seventy, early seventies. Four, if that is. I don't know. I mean, if he's in his seventies, seventy-one. He doesn't look bad for seventy. No. I mean, I'm sure he's had some work, but. Yep. Sharon has had no work. Uh, (laughs) All right, and there you go. That's what. That's it. That's I got music news for you, gang. Uh, Let's take a break, shall we? And come back. And uh, we got to post a picture of Casey. (laughs) uh, Campaign sign. It says, "Casey, support me and my bad decisions." Your whorehouse 2020 president. Uh, whorehouses in every county, it says here. A whorehouse on every corner. I love it. <laughs> All right, we're going to break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week. Stay close, because that's next. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays. Or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar raid while meeting the girls and members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Today has been fun. But I need to take a phone call. Hang on a second. I have uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. How you doing? Uh, Pretty good. How are you? Good. Why are you calling? Uh, I thought I heard a sound, and it's Tuesday. Yeah, you know what? You're right. (laughs) And it was... It was 100% an accident. (laughs) And we we don't have any prizes to give away. Yes, we don't. Uh, I'm sure. Listen, Yards is a good friend of the show. I'm sure we can hook you up with a case of beer. All right, hang on a second, Brian. We'll set you up with a case of beer. Okay, you deserve it. I actually don't drink. All right, all right. Well, you can give it to somebody. (laughs) All right, hang on on a second. We'll get him something. Uh, yeah, Steve. What were you doing? That was it. I know, but what were you doing? I was moving a cord, and, and it hit it. So, <laughs> and it's funny because it's, uh, I didn't even hear it. Yes. Cause it's more, it's, it's, it's sort yeah. of a wider, it's not direct. Yeah. Right yeah, up yeah. From kaboom. Uh, uh, so there you go. Hey, if it's a Tuesday and it, it's during a song, it counts. <laughs> we live by it. Secret sounder. That's all there is to it. Uh, let me see. Hey, one of our interns is leaving. Oh, before I thank our guest. And before we get you your letter of the day and all of that stuff, we are saying goodbye to Can't be happening. a young lady. Her name is Mary Beth, and it's Yay! her last day today. Mary Beth, get over here. 
Get over here to the uh, microphone. Lower it down to, there. Pull there that down go. a little bit, and you can put the headphones on as well. Casey's playing this music for you. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't know, Mary Beth was the class clown. I was. In high school? Archbishop Wood, class of 2016. Okay. Class clown. Nice. All right. Uh, yeah, you're cracking us up all the time. Right you seem so quiet. Yeah, I can't I picture really, you. I am really quiet. Case actually called me out one day after the show in the studio. I'm sure when you're more comfortable around people, you joke around. You, you joke around. Yeah. You open up. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're kind of intimidating, not on purpose, but because of our our manly uh, musk. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you know what I love about Mary Beth though is and I'm I'm not gonna put you I hope I don't put you on the spot, is Mary Beth blushes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yes. And when Casey said that, her face no. just Aww. turned purple. It, and it was I'm adorable. Turning, I can feel myself turning. You can feel a little yeah, right you're now, getting yeah. a little bit. <laughs> it's adorable. It is adorable. Uh, so where, what's your college story? You still a student or you, have you graduated yeah, yet? Um, okay. a senior at Tempo going into my last semester right now and I'm graduating in May. Okay. Yes. Well, your focus, uh, radio mostly or what, what, what are you looking yeah, at? Yeah, radio, um, broadcast writing, production side of things. Okay. I like the behind the scenes stuff a lot, so. Yeah. Have, have, you, gotten to, have you gotten to dabble in a little bit of production while you've been here or? Yeah. yeah. Um, did the clips, going to keep doing the clips cool. after I'm done. So. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, good. And, uh, wow. So, uh, now you've been at some of our events. I think you were at, uh, were you at the Christmas Miracle? Didn't get to Christmas Miracle. You're definitely at Camp Out. But I did the, yeah, I went to Camp Out and I did the blood drive back in June. Cool. When I first started here. Nice. Did you have fun? Yeah. 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 Every, I'm so happy I got this opportunity to be here. So, it's been really fun. Any celebs come through while you're here that you thought were cool? Uh, David Harbour. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That was cool. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And Mark Marin too. Mark yeah, Marin, yeah. All well. right. Excellent. All right. Well listen, you've been uh, you've been a great help. And yes. uh we love the fact that you you had time to be here and uh sorry you had to get up so early in the morning. Uh but we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. No this problem. Was, like the best time of my life and my college experience. Uh, so. We love That's to hear that. Cool. Yeah. We gotta get you out of here because I'm laughing too hard. Thank you. Mary Beth, good yeah. luck with everything. Uh, we have such great interns, man. Everybody here is so cool. Been doing Couldn't without them, yeah. no. absolutely. There's so you, you were, I was talking to you know earlier. I mentioned Joe Montana about the behind the scenes people, uh, and in television shows like that, they're huge crews, and nobody ever gets uh, you know recognized publicly for that. And it's like that with the interns around here. They do so much absolutely necessary work. And uh, there's a lot of it that happens after the show's over. These guys stay around and they they, uh, do, they yeah. archive stuff. They get the pieces of audio and information that we need together for you got us. a podcast ready. Yeah, all those things. So it's it's important. We couldn't give it to you in this form uh, without their help. So it's really cool. Thank you to Joe Montana, by the way. Yay! It's eight uh, fifteenth and final season uh, premieres tonight. It says tomorrow. Tomorrow night. It said tonight. Oh yeah, tomorrow's Wednesday. You're yeah. right. A two-hour episode uh, starting at 9 p.m. on CBS. So, uh, very cool. Thank you. Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man, how you doing? Yo, ho. You okay, man? Nah, I'm a little under the weather. I saw you yesterday uh, in passing. I, I went by the <laughs> studio and saw you with your head hanging low. <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to talk to you since we've been back. So, I just thought you were hanging over. I thought you were hurting. Uh, well, I, that had been the previous week, but yes. that led in, uh, that accelerated a cold into a um, serious cold. A lot of people are sick, uh, yeah. just a, like a normal, like a head cold, right? Well, I, yeah, it was like this hacking thing. Right. And, um, Do you have the chills? 
Uh, no, well, I did one day, but yeah. then that went away. Um, so I've, um, but uh, we got a saying in sports: you got to play hurt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, know, you got to play hurt. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. Coach, yeah, coach taught you that, right? I taught it myself. Oh, you did. Sorry. I made up the. Sl- uh, you know, I, I, I. You made it up. I made it up. I don't know. I tell it to all the teams. Okay. And um, anyway, so um, I, but I had a crazy um, week between Christmas and New Year's. Because I had five shows in a row. On the 27th, I had Government Mule uh, with Warren Haynes and the Allman Betts Band, which is an amazing band, by the way, uh, featuring the sons of Greg Allman, Dickie Betts, and Barry Oakley Jr. of the Allman Brothers Band, uh, who played two sets at the Met, and then followed by a 17-hour set by Warren Haynes and Government Mule. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not kidding, but uh, Warren plays a long time. And so th- that was the 27th. Then two nights with the Struts, one of which you were at, Nick, the 28th. And Kathy was at the, the next night. night. The lovely Kathy Romano came out. We got a great picture. We did. Um, did we post that? I did, yes. I posted it on my Instagram. Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, we, Kathy and I got a great picture. She's wearing sparkly stuff, and I have my sparkly boots on for Luke. So uh, that was 28th and 29th. Then the Greta Van Fleet show on the 30th. Then the record company at the uh, TLA on the New Year's Eve. And uh, so I was at all those shows and hosting those shows. And and then uh, New Year's Day on TV on Channel 17. I I saw you. Yeah. Yeah. why they have me is uh, anybody's <laughs> guess. God, I don't know. You were extra sparkly for that. I was quite sparkly. And then running up and down Broad Street, which is like a big, you know, giant party. And then um, then carrying, then starting my three martini uh, dinners. And then, uh, so I had such a fun time. And then it all fell apart the next day. Yeah. And I, I, I started getting really sick. Yep, you pushed it a little hard. It happens sometimes. But hey, man, it's the price you pay. You got to play hurt. Yeah. You got to play hurt. And if uh, you play like I do, if you play the sports the way I play the sports. Right now, you look like the, the in every uh, show where like the, the kids discover a hermit who turns out to be friendly. You know, like you're, you're, you look like you're, you're a, li- a little hard right now, a little living hard. So I feel like Hagrid <laughs> from Harry Potter. It's a cool don't. look, though. It's a very rustic I, look. I don't feel, I, you know, but I'm just going to nail it. Yeah, man. That's what right. I'm going to nail, nail it. Yeah, sometimes the greatest things come from this. That's exactly my point, kids. So, yes, it's so. uh, your, your your sports background. Is I, like, that's when you pull it out of where you had it, and you didn't know you had it until you found it yeah. because you went to the basement and uncovered it. Always exactly. Best to, always best right. to pull it out. Always. <laughs> well, not always best. No, but, wait till uh, the crowd's right. Yeah. Wait till the crowd thins out. Yeah, wait till the police are away. <laughs> All right, let's uncover the letter. You ready? Ready. Right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today by the letter. L is in Larry. All right, fair enough. We're going to give away. Well, this is brought to you what by are the you laughing at? newly renamed Valley Tower at Valley Forge Casino Resort. The winner will receive an overnight stay, dinner for two, and two tickets to an upcoming show. Must be 21 years of age or older. Uh, new name, same great place. Valley Tower at Valley Forge Casino Resort, where the house is yours. Gambling, gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Oh, my. I thought he was going to throw up. It's the worst. You spun around to cough. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's Gary Lauer. Listen to this one more time. Here we go. Let's go back to that. 
That's <laughs> just, just disgusting. So many great moments with Kevin. <laughs> oh, dude, don't. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> just, that was that, that's, not, that's not that was generated after his communion. No. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Uh, what is happening on, on the program today? Yeah. Well, we'll have a workforce block of <clears throat> Hailstorm and a workforce block of Queen and Dire Straits. And we got our easy money contest coming up at 11 a.m. and again at 1 p.m. and Jackson at 4 and 6 p.m. for possibilities of a thousand bucks. Nice, 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 nice. Rock on. Uh, let's see. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston Steve Show. Also brought to you by Villanova's College of Professional Studies. Pursue the next you and also by... What are you laughing at? I'll tell you in a minute. By Virtua, when you put uh, your back in our expert hands, Penn Medicine and Virtua Health, put an active life back in yours. I got a text that says, Preston always so sounds so damn annoyed during this transition. <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to navigate Everyone. Mr. Robert and uh, and move through this. I love him to death and love him more than anything in the world. There's a lot of ice in the water. <laughs> and you're running the ship, baby, so you got to watch There's out. There's some bergs in there. There's some bergs. All right. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow on the program, we have Fox Good Day for a Wednesday and uh, Kevin Crowley of the Philadelphia Wings with oh, the studio. Yeah, they're cool. getting ready for their home opener on Friday. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Dry January, my ass. Drink, people. It's cold out. What else is there to do? Drink. Next message. Uh, I would like to thank President Steve for giving me the idea to make Florida scammers just as annoyed as they annoy me by saying, Florida man, Florida man. Thanks again, guys. Next message. you. this place. It's 8 o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting in traffic. Can I just go to home? The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.